0: Hello, you lucky, lucky people. It's this week's monkey nut punch podcast. As always, on these podcasting journeys. Got Nigel. Say hello, Nigel. Hello, Nigel. I've got Keith. Say hello, Keith. Hello, Keith. <laughs> How are we doing, guys? <laughs> All, good, we man. Have, All good. We have a jam packed episode for you or podcast for you this time um there were a ton of disney announcements there was the 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 game awards where they pretty much put trailers out for everything and we're going to try and cover all of it well actually it's a lie we're going to try and cover as much of it as we can um and there's lots of really interesting things in the worlds of star wars marvel and video games so without further ado we're going to move on so no pleasantries this week's guys. All right, so we've got Patty Jenkins is set to, or tapped, sorry, to direct a new Star Wars film um, in regards to Rogue Squadron. Now, I like Rogue Squadron the game, and it was funny how they kind of changed a few, a few things around, uh, around. Apparently, it's set to release Christmas 2021. Keith, if I got that right?
1: No, 2023. Sorry, did I? Re- 2023. Oh, okay, oh, thank you very I'd much. I
0: fucked that one up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you very much. i someone else do the notes. <laughs> uh, but not on the shortfit is set to 2023. Um, there are you know there are other films confirmed, things from Taika with TT and, and whatnot, but Patty Jenkins is set to do this. Now, I know that you're a massive fan of uh Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman, Keith, and you thought um it was a it was a pretty good uh, pretty good try when it came to doing superheroes films. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm a bit worried about Patty Jenkins considering Wonder Woman 1984 was due out in November last year, and they had to get re-edited, and then was delayed due to the coof. So, given they're going to do a Rogue Squadron film, I hope to God it's nothing based around the game and the stupid things that they've got in that. Um, what do you think about it, Keith?
1: Um, films worry me um, because the films don't fall under the people that love and no star wars having said that patty jenkins made the first decent dc um superhero film in a long while or certainly under the current crop of dc ec whatever they're calling it um movies so patty jenkins directing a movie it could be good it could be really bad um I, I anything that Kathleen Kennedy is involved in, and she's blatantly been tapped by Kathleen Kennedy, and that, that worries me, I, I will admit. But I know that Patty Jenkins can make
0: a decent film, so... I, I don't know. See, my worries is I don't know if Patty Jenkins can make a decent film because the Wonder Woman film, for me, it was good, but it didn't... didn't. It wasn't Avengers. It wasn't the Russo no, brothers wasn't. doing Captain America Civil War yeah no, i mean it's what
1: not in that time, it's, man it's not in that same category but it was a decent enough film considering what had come before it you know bearing in mind we' just got off like batman versus Su- uh, Superman your mother's mouth and my mother's martha's bullshit um i mean you know this was the first decent coherent movie that was an entertaining two hours right she can make a decent movie she doesn't make Amazing movies, but she can make a decent movie. My concern is that this doesn't fall under Dave Floney, and John Father, Therefore, I don't know, because so far as I'm concerned, Kathen Kennedy should not have been on that stage. She didn't deserve to be. Um, so
0: I don't know. I don't know. Okay, all right. Coming down to it, I going uh, back to the game. Do you remember the, the the politics that were put into the Rogue Squadron game that they released in Wasn't uh, that October? The-
1: wasn't that the one where they had them and there and and you know
0: all of that horseshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that one. Everyone was like, kind of, uh, how can I put it? Like, what the what the fuck is this? We just, I just want to find X Wing and be Mister Generic, um, mm. you know, silent protagonist sort of person who then shoots down lots of uh, Tie Fighters and vice versa. If I was on the Imperial side, you see the thing with Patty Jenkins thing is that she directed Wonder Woman. Um, but because the films were so poor beforehand, people kind of—how can I put it—have an overestimation of how good those films were. Okay, and you could be—you
1: could be right. I—I—I still quite like it. I've watched it recently because it was on, and but I think that's partly the cast. I think uh, what's the face is Wonder Woman is rather charming, and and she works. Yes, and I like um, what's his face—the guy that plays Kirk. What's his name? Oh, Chris Pine. My brain chris pine i like chris pine because again he comes across really well he's an appears to be a really nice guy off screen um and 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 i think they they had chemistry on screen and i think that's what partly worked about it but you're right it it was the first semi-decent dc movie after all the others so potentially we overestimate it because everything before was just pants
0: yeah true um uh, as again, again, I'm looking back to that Rogue Squadron game. Um, yeah. If they do it right, it should be two opposing pilots meeting, you know, like uh, Rick Toffen and Brown or whatever his name was. You know, so two kind of aces fighting it out in the kind of Star Wars thing. If they did it right, if I, I'll, I'll remind you of an episode of uh, Space Above and Beyond, if you ever remember that with Chicky von Toffen, y- where he had. He had the advanced, he had the advanced fighter, yeah, where he could he could take him out and whatnot. So the what's his mush the the colonel went right, you know what, I'm gonna take him out, even though he had a a debilitating injury which wouldn't allow him, and he took him out one-on-one with a regular plane or a hammerhead or whatever they called it. Yeah. If it's like that, that battle, that duel of pilots, yeah. So you can have a you know, you probably have three set pieces before that final battle where they actually go head to head. Yeah, that will be good. That will be entertaining. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think that's going to go anywhere near it. I think we are going to be stuck with someone doing some kind of Death Star run on uh, a giant Star Destroyer or or something novel like that.
1: I genuinely don't know because I think people behind the scenes have seen the reaction to Mandalorian, have seen the star Wars fans coming back in their droves to the Mandalorian, because what the Mandalorian is doing, you have to be seriously fecking incompetent to go and do what you did with, with the the previous set of films. You have to be a level of incompetence that, that is even beyond Hollywood to go and do that. You have got to make a fan pleasing film. If you do not do that again, then seriously I don't I, I I mean I don't know I, okay. I, I, I I can see it happening I genuinely can I can see that level of incompetence but we have we have two factors that we didn't have before we have Disney who need to make some dough this is why I partly they announced quite as much as they did they have they have been losing a lot of money this year um and they need to keep the fans back and okay the Mandalorian is doing that but there's you know, people are not going to immediately go and watch this film because people don't trust the
0: movies. The
1: fans <laughs> don't trust the movies.
0: Uh, uh, okay. I, I think you're right on that. Uh, night, would you like to stick your oar in? Yeah. If I'm
2: allowed, <laughs> Keith, if Keith, <laughs> Sorry, Keith, if stop saying, how bad Keith,
0: Oh, um, Keith's just, uh, this
2: is why he's got second seat at the moment. Know, yeah. So, well, um, I agree with Keith. I quite liked one of the I thought it was quite good. Um, Yeah, much better than the previous films. Maybe that did cloud my judgment. But I also liked Aquaman a bit as well. That's a DC thing, isn't it? Uh, Not the same director, but hey, um, still decent film. Not as good as Wonder Woman. Be interesting to see how good this Wonder Woman 1984 will be before actually passing judgment. Because is she directing the second film as well? Yes. And there's rumours that it's garbage. That's going to be the judgment factor, isn't it? That one, the second film that comes out of Wonder Because Wonder Woman was... I've seen it twice. I don't usually see these super films. I haven't seen any of them other films twice except for Garden's Galaxy. Um, but Wonder Woman I've seen a couple of times, maybe three. And I don't mind it that much at all. The other DC films? Nah. Nah. The Christian Bell one's okay. But, you know, nah. We'll see. They were more, they were more Chris Nolan than 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 that.
0: Okay. Um, uh, do you want to go through any comments we've got Uh,
2: it's just a a very quick hello 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 Hello. and then um, we've got we've got some bloke with us
1: hello Dave
2: hello Dave uh, (laughs) hello Dave
1: (laughs) never gets
0: old
2: never gets uh, (laughs) old not uh, for us maybe for listeners (laughs) Um, this is his uh, contribution to the discussion. Hot chicks with superpowers are sexy. I suppose. I, I um. think,
0: Keith, when you do your when you do your training <laughs> podcast, Nate, you sh- you should let Chuck talk normally because I think you've put restrictions in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he'd be super spicy, and I'm really interested to hear that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's move on to our uh, our next one, which is the Fantastic Four will join the Cinematic Universe in an upcoming film directed by John Watts. So Marvel's first family uh, will be joining the MCU, um, and they'll be, directed, they'll be directed by John Watts, who did Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home. Um, and it might feature Spider-Man and Daredevil. I want Daredevil and Kingpin in the MCU because they were great I love them, even the guy who played um, Bullseye in the last season of Daredevil was good and F- Wilson Fisk's fantastic I'm sorry, I love Wilson Fisk, he's a perfect bad guy and he should he, should, he deserves to be along there with them uh, but Fantastic Four would be great I'm a little worried considering today's sensibilities that they'll make you know um, the thing transgender <laughs> So storm a lesbian or something stupid there'll be something i i get this horrible feeling that there'll be something weird and crap about it i don't quite know what it'll be <laughs> um but it's it's one of those things where i'm worried i i, I mean john watts mostly
1: left that crap out of the, the two spider-man movies i know you have issues with the spider-man movies spider man um,
0: movies get but- right
1: yeah, but they were, they were well-made movies. Um, I, I think it's more interesting that he switched to this. Mm-hmm. I, I think, because we know that, uh, what's his face? Um, Tom, Tom, Tom Hill, what's his name? Who plays Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Um, we know that he was contracted for one other movie. We all expected it to be um, Sony's um, Morpheus movie. But there's rumors it's going to be this. And the fact that the director has switched over Is interesting. Um, I'm cautiously looking forward to it. Um, but you could be correct, you could be right.
0: Yeah, he also tweeted it out too. Um, that always makes me suspicious of anything. uh, We'll get to another suspicion later on down the line, but it's um, it's interesting. There's a lot of stuff that you can do with the Fantastic Four, that previous Fantastic Four uh movie. um, didn't go as well as we'd hoped. Um, no, it was it was, uh, it was it was. It was. It was. The thing is, I'm. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, the guy who played. Oh, what's his mush? Oh, Doctor Doom. Yeah, yes. he's. he's yes. I can't remember his bloody name. He was in. Something no, like I can't. But not, I know who you're Dead talking Man about. Dead Man. It was in a thing called Dead Man's Shoes. Uh, Dead Man's Shoes was great. Um and then he did the he did one of the apes in War of the Planet of the Apes. Um and he did one of the apes in Rise of the Planet Apes, and he also was in the Kong Skull Island film. Really good actor. Um I don't know who they cast for it because I imagine if I was if I was casting a lot to do, I would probably pick an older man. Um there's been some rumors about the guy from what was the Tom Clancy thing? Uh, Jack Ryan. Is it Jack Ryan yes. trilogy? The guy who yes. plays him that everyone's been pushing to get him as um, Mr. Fantastic. Um, yes,
1: and there is rumours that he's going to pick it up, and and it's Emily Blunt as Susan Sue thing. Now you see Emily Blunt could work because they're a couple in real life. That that's the rim- yeah. that's the rumour that they want her to play. Su- was it Susan Storm? Isn't it? Um, he's a good actor. He is. He's yes, I've been watching Jack Ryan, and it's really good. The first season's really good. The second season kind of ran off the rails a bit, but I think they'll wind it in in the third season. But, um, you know, he is good. He is. He was the one that was – he wrote – didn't he write – what was the horror movie that he did, again, with his missus, um, Emily Blunt, the one where – don't
0: have to be quiet. Yeah. Yes, quiet that's one he
1: wrote that. Um, yeah. that. Yeah, he stars in it as well. I think he
0: directed no. it as well.
1: I, I, I'm, yeah. Don't hold me to that, but I know he was... silent. Um, What's his name? John... John, um, John you bring him up Krzynsky. while we chat. Krakeninsky or something
2: like that. John um,
1: But he, John was the, um, he was the... Um, he was the... What's his face? US Office. Okay. He played Tim... guy that plays bloody... Well, my brain's crap with names at Tim. the moment. Watson. Watson in Sherlock. Who played Watson and Sherlock, uh, in Sherlock? Uh, in
0: Sherlock, Watson in Sherlock, Martin um, Freeman. Martin so King, yeah.
1: he played Martin Freeman's character in the US version of The Office. That's oh, where, he, yeah, okay. That's where he 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 came from, and oh, okay. um, I think he's good, and I think he would work as Mister Straight. I I do think he would work. Um, you mentioned the previous movie. I'm a big fan of the guy that played um playing Mr. Stretch in that because um, I know he's annoying at times, but he was in that bloody drum Ratio Hornblower, was an amazing film. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, the, the 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 crappy remake one, um, the one after that, the, the really bad one. Um, and he was very the last Fantastic Four or fan. Oh, I know the last Four, Fantastic Four. He Fantastic. played
0: Mr. Fantastic, but he also yes. played the Ratio Hornblower. That's where he got noticed. No, no, that wasn't that.
1: That was the first that was the two set of ones with um uh he was in the first one. The remake was the one with um the weird
0: oh God, my crappy characters. I'll tell you who was in it. This is um, this is this is dreadful, Keith. It's just yes. absolutely dreadful. He played Horatio Hornblo right. in the BBC's adaptation of Horatio Hornblock. That's, a ratio right. That's that how he got noticed. First, that was it the It doesn't first matter. That doesn't matter. We're only talking about movie. we're only talking about um, oh he's Welsh. He's as Welsh as you can be. He's got a really Welsh name. Um, But it doesn't matter. He played fantastic. He could play. Yes, he could play Mr. Fantastic. Um, That would be that would be fine. I think we'd all be happy with that. But um, the guy from the office or the quiet place would be good at playing that, too. Have you found your information, Keith, before I I move on to these uh, these notes here?
1: I'm just uh, finding the movie now. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember his name because right. Fantastic Four was uh, the 2015 m- movie, um, had uh, Miles Teller. Miles, Miles Teller. Who, no,
0: I don't like Miles yeah. Teller. He but he was Miles, brilliant
1: in the No, he, he wasn't. Was really, he was
0: shit. He was no, shit. he was not he was in the, the, in the shit film.
1: film. Well, shit. me finish, shut up. Um, he wasn't good in Fantastic Four. He was good in this. Other film where he was playing that drum. Oh, you're talking about whip the one Batch. playing the drums,
0: yeah? Because, yeah, the whip, because,
1: that was an amazing film, ev-
0: that's so good. Because everybody knows that uh, Mr. Fantastic is the best drummer in the world, um, because <laughs> <laughs> that's a skill you need when playing a superheroes to be on. A,
1: a fan, fantastic movie, though, It's well. If you remember, unfortunately if you haven't. We, yeah, we must don't
0: have there. time because we've got to move on to some other things. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we've got some other movie news here, so we've got some other bullet points we need to cover. Um, Christian Bale's gonna be the bad guy in Thor, Love, and Thunder. And you didn't put his name down. Bad Keith. Wait, I, was, I don't know, it. I don't know who he's playing, I just know he's in it. Okay. Um, Guardians 3 should be out in 2022. whether it makes it into cinemas is something else. Um, holiday special 2020. Sorry, uh, holiday special 2022 will be shot so alongside Guardians of the Galaxy 3 so they're making a
1: Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special in the vein
0: of Star Wars I don't know how <sighs> I dare uh, it. Yeah, um, I know I'm hoping <laughs> that they use crap 1970s TV cameras to give it that genuine kind of feel thing. knowing James Gunn he's going to he's going to rip the piss a bit he, he's okay. blatantly going to do it okay so we've got the second doctor doctor strange uh, movie uh, the multiverse of madness and it'll be tied to Spider-Man 3, as in the Spider-Verse stuff, and WandaVision, because she's got some weird reality-warping powers, and she's supposed to be in it. There is a worry that Doctor Strange will be able to play second fiddle to, to Wanda, Scarlet Witch. Uh, Ant-Man 3 has been confirmed. It's called Ant-Man the Wasp and Quantum... What the? Quantum Mania? Quantum Mania, and, and we'll be featuring uh, Jonathan, Mays, uh, Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror, Marvel's biggest villain. Wow, oh, that's, that's a very awesome long title. <clears throat> Yes. yes,
1: it's 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 called Ant-Man and the Wasp because we have to talk about the Wasp these days. It can't just be Ant-Man, um, and even though she's gone batshit crazy, so I'm surprised she's going to be in the third film. Um, and uh, but yeah, Kang the Conqueror. He was in the comics. He's all over the place. He's kind of like fantasy I think level Kang. Bad.
0: I think Kang the Conqueror was a bit crap. I would prefer a Nightless as a bad guy. Yeah, that's true. Especially That's if you true. do multiverses, you'll have the negative and, and the Fantastic you You'll have the negative zone, and you can have a nihilist there. So there's the opportunity for for that to come through. Okay, as I said, we've got to move on because we've got lots of stuff to cover. So Harrison Ford um, is set to return as Indiana Jones, uh, fifth and final episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, ten minutes so, on. Ten um... minutes
2: on. I'm hanging up my boots. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's, rah, it's... just a miserable thing. So, um, Kathleen Kennedy confirmed this. Apparently, it's still in development. I think Harrison Ford might be dead before this film actually hits cinema. And I don't think anything nasty. I think he's going to crash his plane into something.
2: <laughs> um, Another golf course. The film
0: directed by James Mangold rather than... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, Harrison Ford's 78 years old. This will be his last film. I understand why it will be his last film. I imagine that he thought... The last, Crystal Skulls would have been his last film when he would have handed it off to the mental, um, what's his mush? Uh, oh, I can't remember it. Do it! Who's that guy? Who's the do it guy? I can't remember his <laughs> name now. Hang on, hang on,
1: hang on. I've forgotten his name as well. Shia right LaBeouf, now. that's it. Shia do LaBeouf, that yeah. was
0: it? <clears throat> um, do it. This is the reason... This... All right, hang on a second. I might have to zoom in a bit on this. Um, I... That's the golf course one, isn't it? Yeah, that's a golf course one. He seems to like crashing into golf courses.
1: Well, he he, Twice. he, he landed on done
0: the golf course. Yeah, he landed, he landed on it,
1: back. and he landed on a taxiway one as, instead of the runway. Um, that was the most recent one. Um, where he, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, as, as as we were me and Gareth were talking about this yesterday, I I think we should just somebody should just buy him Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020 and just there you go, Harrison. Fly on that, it's much, much, much safer.
0: Yeah. Um, well, uh, this is the thing is, um, I love Indiana Jones, um, but uh, Harrison Ford is not capable of playing Indiana Jones now. Um, I'm sorry, he needs to be able to run and fight unless it's Indiana Jones and the retirement of t- retirement house of doom. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna work. I think you need to replace him with someone like Chris Pratt, um, someone with uh, like Chris Pratt. Uh, in regards to uh, just kind Gosh. of being able to handle the action and have that kind of charismatic kind of thing,
2: which which um, sorry, which no. one was it? Where um, Indy and his dad, who, who um, was uh, Last Crusade, Last Not Crusade. Sure right, great. it's almost like he was following the notes from his dad to you know take on and find his stuff. Now, if this le- next yeah. one is now Harrison Ford, the father figure type person handing over to the next gen being, you know, Chris Pratt. I, it, they, I, they, I, I, I they, they kind of already of
1: did that in Crystal Skull, didn't they? Because Shia LaBeouf was confirmed as his son. No, Shia LaBeouf's
0: a fucking mental So are we going to completely <laughs>
1: disregard... keep,
0: keep waving the hand, Lodge. <laughs>
1: um, but are we going to completely disregard Crystal Skull? Well, yeah, it was a bad movie. Um I mean, it generally was not good. Um But... I, I don't know. I, uh, Indiana 4 was kind of the last Jedi for me. It kind
0: of destroyed... I can't I see how you can come it back. It wasn't as bad as The Last Jedi. No, it, it really wasn't, wasn't as bad. bad. As that. I'll give you that. It was, it was trying to go somewhere, but it was a destination that none of us really wanted to go to. Um, True. We wanted supernatural, not science fiction, when it comes to Indiana Jones. I've, I think that's a safe thing to say because every time you watch an Indiana Jones film, they tend to have more supernatural elements inside the Indiana Jones films than like kind of science fiction elements. Um, they do tend to, if the good ones tend to have slight expect, uh, slight uh, explanations for most of the stuff, apart from the one kind of key thing which you kind of let them get away with. Um, I think it's like the, the, the heart pulling from Temple of Doom, what was in the box. Um, from Raiders of the Lost Ark, but that, that was quite it felt quite you know magical when he found the the staff and he popped it in and it was that building there and oh they're digging in the wrong place ha <laughs> ha oh they're gonna leave me here with a ton of snakes um don't yeah. oh, right <clears throat> if you were to replace Indiana Jones I I, I wouldn't pick Daniel Craig because <laughs> he's a miserable git well that's he's not happy being James, James bloody Bond
1: you no know, he will. Yeah, I mean, this is this will require him to do even more stuff, and he will moan like a bitch. Um, um, no, 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 no. You see, no, no. <laughs> he moans. He come after every James Bond film. This guy bitches to everyone. I mean, he's sitting there with his free five thousand freaking pound watch and his free Aston Martin and his massive fifty million paycheck, and he still moans. <laughs>
0: Well done, Chuck. You set Keith off.
1: <laughs> I, I don't like Daniel Craig. Sorry, Chuck. I'm re- oh, he's a right... I, you can't complain about that shit. I'm sorry, but you just can't. God damn it.
0: All right, okay. Uh, before we move on to our TV bits, Nigel, if you want to do the comments, I think you probably could start from
2: uh, The Hobbit. Yep. Okay, right. Hello, Balin. Welcome back. Good to see you. Hello, buddy. Hello, Bapster. Again. Watch the nobody trailer. Have you seen that, guys? Nobody, the no, trailer for nobody. No, that okay. was Let's cover no, it next week. Um, I've seen this okay. trailer. It's it's very John Wick. That's all I will say. And okay, cool. Very John Wick.
1: Oh, who's playing? Who's the character in that? Because they, oh, I oh,
2: recognise him. But yes, I... yes.
1: yes. I know, I know something about this. I haven't seen it, but I know something about this. Watch, let's watch the trailer and let's. Uh, oh, it's, it's Bob walking. It's it's um it's Soul doing a yeah. doing as a, like a John Wick style Bob. character. Bob, Bob, o- Bob. Odin
0: Dirk. Yeah.
1: yeah, yes. I think he's. he's, yes. sort of, but he's playing of, uh, like a John Wick style character. <laughs> I know about this. I just haven't seen the trailer yet. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, got no, no. I know it.
1: what you're talking about. We've got to cover yeah. that next week. Yeah,
2: Absolutely. Okay. And uh, the rest. Um, yeah, um, it's right, just so it's so just Chuck setting an Keith off. That's all it is. Comments. Yes. Correct.
0: Okay. All right. Well, we'll cover that. Okay, it was great because we got something for. for hang on, for hang, next hang on.
1: Hang on. Hang on. Just to cover that last comment. I've seen all three John Wick films and fucking love them. They're good. Okay. I've got one more yeah. th- uh, John Wick to watch, but I'm
0: looking three forward to it. Good. I I have seen all three and I only like the first one, I'll be
2: honest with you. Oh, um, oh, you know hey. And on that note, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Vote for who? The guy in Nobody. Don't get me, don't
1: get me going. And on Quite that note.
0: <laughs> this is where we get some copyright strikes. Alright guys, are we ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the first thing is uh Disney allows a shed load of TV shows. They're so focused on Disney Plus and becoming bigger than Netflix that they are, how can I put it? They're creating, I think, what we referred to last week as these kind of premium TV shows that would be films um, and cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make. But they're over the course of about six to 12 episodes, depending on how much money they win to the full count. Um, and this one here is the uh, Vision trailer, so it's got some interesting bits in it um, so first things first is it, it, she seems to be, oh, hang on a second, I'm to put the sound on
2: oh. well I assure you I'm married no. to a man a human one
0: what? so right, just the first thing we've watched this trailer before but Vision's back um, but for the people who don't know uh, Scarlet Witch is what we would refer to as a bender a reality bender <laughs> She can warp uh, reality to match. In the comics, I think at one point she erased all the mutants or something along those lines. Um, because she's that powerful. She's like one of the most powerful people in the uh, in the MCU. So this may be a reality that she's created, but someone might be pulling the strings in the background.
3: What's it
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have to keep stopping it like this because I, I know we're going to get copyright struck just for the bloody part of the music for Sleepy Jean. Um, but again, trapped inside TV show. There's some people who it could be that could be trapping her inside this TV show, and one of them is not Kang the Conqueror. are
2: an unusual
4: couple. Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. We just don't know what to expect
0: so again okay, sorry <laughs> january 15th so it's only around the corner yeah it's a month and a bit away uh, which would be quite good um she she looks i think it's a case of it's how can i put it she's constructed reality and she's aware that it's a constructed reality that's why you saw the changeover in color and stuff where she tried yeah. to make it look a bit more more pretty and stuff uh, we're gonna get copyright strike full stop. I might as well just let it carry on.
4: <laughs> you nervous, <neighbors>. hey bud,
3: <laughs> Wanda, what's up? Who are you?
0: Whatever she's done, she's pulling in normies into her little warped reality. So poor people uh, are being. being pulled into this. Uh, they may have been like kind of how can I put it like in some other kind of reality or whatever and, and then then pulled into it.
3: I don't know. I think something's wrong here. Mind, can you hear me? Who's doing this to you? Are
2: you here to help us? Are you here to help
3: us? My friend.
1: Hang on, go back. Was that the birds from four? Beg your pardon. Was that the birds from four that we got really brief in the glasses outside?
0: I don't think it was no. Go back, Kate Dennis. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it is, is Kate Dennis. Okay, um, That's absolutely what important. We're having in there. Um, so I think this, I think that. It's going to be like a weird mystery box thing. She's created this reality. Is it her reality or is it someone else's reality? Yeah. Or did you create the reality and someone's invading it? I think that I want, no, I'm not going to say I think, I want it to be a case of she's being manipulated by an outside force and I want it to be the Shadow King from Legion because that character is powerful enough to manipulate her in that way for her to create this reality. I think what's happened is, is she's at home somewhere in, like, middle of nowhere America, yeah? She's in a house, uh, and one day she decides, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create a reality where Vision didn't die and we live happily, yeah? And she created the bubble, and it's literally just her house. But the bubble then kind of expands to incorporate the entire town along with something and um, something kind of a bit odd
2: unsavory
0: unsavory I think is the best word of it so it it, it could be it, the characters that could do this are probably the shadow king legion from legion and wander herself yeah she could do this she could have like um like uh unrecognized grief as uh, an existential threat to her existence which is caused to, to her to manipulate parents she's actually just fighting herself in some poor town it's coming January 15th. I'm actually looking forward we, to this one because it's a mystery and it'll get unraveled. You've just hit upon something, and this
1: could – because we've already said it, that this is going to link into the multiverse. We know that um, we know that Doctor Strange is going to be in, linking into the multiverse. We suspected that's how they were going to bring the X-Men in. We know they're going to bring the X-Men in. I think you might be right. I think this is going to backdoor the X Men into the Marvel universe, and and he's going to oh, come no, from no, a- hang,
0: hang on a second, hang on a second, because our next one is how I think they're going to backdoor the X Men into the universe. They might be doing because it here, you know. Because I I think they might be that. I think they might be setting up the universe. Yeah, but there's a point in the Marvel universe where everything crosses over. It's called mm-hmm. The Axis of Time, if you remember it. I remember it from a TV yep. show with a kid um, when Apocalypse and uh, Sinister took control of it. And that'll feature in our next section. But we'll carry on but with WandaVision. Sorry, but Nige. But it,
2: it, I can see Nige. like, if it... Go on. Do you want to mute him, Nige? Yeah. Yeah, he does this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> well... All I was going to say is, Keith. uh, I think there's going to they hitting on what both of you have said. I think what they'll do is they'll introduce a few into one division and a few into the next thing that we're going to watch. I think it's Loki in it. Um, They're going to introduce a few here, a few there, and a few, and then eventually it's all going to be one big crossover, bit like Arrowverse. Potentially, but I mean, if it's Shadow King,
1: he is a mutant. They're not going to be able to get. I mean, no we Shadow have King's not mutant.
0: mutant. No Shadow King's not mutant. Well, okay. I don't know. He he's, but he he's, is... he's, he's from like uh he's he's I think after Apocalypse he's the next oldest. Um, but Apocalypse I is know. a mutant.
1: But if they if they if it is the Shadow King or if it's Legion himself there's your mutants, and I think yeah. I think we're gonna see mutants in this. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think this is going to be, and I think you're right that Loki's gonna do it as well. Um, but uh I wasn't excited about this until I saw this trailer. Um no, so I they, wasn't the way crazy. they filmed this is quite unique. Didn't want parts of it actually filmed in
0: front of a studio audience pre Rona. I I don't know. I, I I will find. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't looked that deep into it. Um, it sounded interesting. Um, but it was a mystery box nonsense that you get with kind of yeah. JJ and his ilk. But this actually looks like it's going to pay off. Yeah, it was.
1: It was shot in front of the, the live light light studio
0: audience. audience. Oh, cool. Uh, Night. are you going to get Disney Plus in the new year.
2: Um, I think over the Christmas period I'm going to get it because uh, I can have it then for the month over christmas and then midway through jan <laughs> and then i'll decide uh, i might wait until or oh, maybe the 18th so that it goes past division first episode and uh watch the first episode and then decide whether or not i want to keep it because at the moment disney plus there's only one thing on there really and that's the mandalorian i know you've got the disney other movies and stuff but really let's be honest with ourselves people only sign up to Disney plus for the Mandalorian. So, okay. That's why yeah.
0: uh, let's finish our TV section. And I'll ask you again at the end, before we move into the game section, whether you'll uh, go Disney plus. So here's the next one. Here's the next set. Of copyright strikes <laughs> that we're going to get. Um, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's play this one. And this is uh, Loki.
2: So that was all part of the film, wasn't it? That was all part of Mm the I like the way they've integrated the film to his series. Yeah. (sighs) Is it Mongolia? No, it's not in Mongolia. Come down, Mongolians. Look down, my shitty wall.
4: You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. Where I lie, don't like to talk. But you do like to lie, which you just did, because we both know you love to talk. Talkie, talkie. How long have you been
0: here? I, I don't know, it's hard to say. You know, time passes differently here in the TVA. What does that mean? You'll catch up. Walk out with you. glorious I'm going to point something out in a moment that was Hang right with her. hang on hang on hang on, hang on. Brother, I'm down.
4: you'd better
0: be ready all right i'll stop it there we definitely got copyright strike right now um <laughs> okay so um first things first it looks. It looks. I. I was. I did not care for this series whatsoever. It was the Wonder Vision shoes. I saw that trailer and I was like, "Wow, that looks good." Um. So the first thing I noticed was uh, Owen Wilson as an old man works really well with a tash. Um, with a tash, I think goes really well. Um. They. I think that they're, they're. they're part of this organization, which is the the time police, basically the 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 time variance authority, the TVA. Okay, so that's that. I've never come across them in Marvel comics, I'm afraid. Um, I think they're based at a place called the Axis of Time. Now, the Axis of Time um, allows you to travel to any point in time and space and reality. This comes back to the One Division thing and ties into the Multiverse madness and ties into the Spider Verse stuff. Yeah, there's the weird shot of Black Widow. I don't know if that's her. That might be an alternative version played by different actress. Could be a thingy, um, could be different, uh, could be that. And and because of that, it looks as I, as I said, because it's the axis time, you can travel to other realities. It looks like you can travel other to other realities and that. Um, he uses the Bifrost as he jumps out of the plane and he yells about Heimdell and uh, Thor and that. Are we gonna see Idris Elba and um Chris Hemsworth? That would be good. I don't know if that's the case. If that is, hopefully they'll leave it towards the end to be a bit more exciting. Um, there is a big bad in there. Who's got a big like kind of? It's the hoodie with the the, the drop in the flame and whatnot. Um, and it looks like the TVA are being attacked by this big bad, and they've hired Loki to stop him. Yeah, so he's going to be jumping through realities. Again, comes back to the WandaVision thing because if that person's fucking with them there, might be fucking with them there, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, also, did you spot the reference to the Living Tribunal? There were two in there, one in the courtroom. And one when they were coming down the lift. Yeah. Now, the Living Tribunal is, um, he is, how can I put it? Uh, He's the second most powerful entity in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. The the, the most powerful is the one above all. And then there's Living Tribunal, who has three heads and is supposed to preside in judgment over everyone. That um, it looks like a, a, how can I put it? Loki Secret Agent Man, which I think is going to be fun. (laughs) And I'm actually looking forward to this one. This one I'm looking forward to. So, night, I'll ask you about Disney Plus after this section. <laughs> so, uh, guys, so, Keith, what did you see there?
1: I loved it. I loved the look of it. Um, I think it is Scarlett uh, Johansson. Yeah, they're, they're bringing all of them in. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Hemsworth turns up. Wouldn't be surprised if Anthony Hopkins turns up at some point. Wouldn't be surprised if anyone turns up in this. We've already seen Cat Dennings in Um, We're going to see them all. At some point, we're going to see them all. We know that Tony, uh, that uh, What's-His-Face is back to um, do a voiceover in that What If series. Um, yeah. So it wouldn't even surprise me if at some point we get a Ro- uh, Robert Downey Jr. cameo somewhere. Um, I... I was looking. I was kind of looking forward to the Loki series because I like Tom Hiddleston. Um, This was not what I was expecting, and I'm kind of happy about it. And when I saw this trailer, I just went, "Oh, this looks good." Um, I liked um, what's his face with the tash and the old man look. Um, I liked the look of that lift coming down. I thought that was quite quite well shot. No, I'm up for this. Blatantly up for this. And again, I think you're right. I think they're all going to tie in. I think they're all part because you know what Marvel are. All of most of the movies at some point will intersect with each other and have some kind of crossover. And I think all of this is X Men. I think that is what we're building to. So, for all we know, the guy
0: in the freaking hood is Apocalypse. I mean, it bloody well could be. I, I, I don't <laughs> think it's Apocalypse. He's not that. If kind it was of Apocalypse, just, you would, you would, I, I would, I, I would cool. but he's too small to be <laughs> Apocalypse. It could, I, 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 I would settle for Mr. Sinister. Yeah, David Essex. Um, I would settle for him, um, but I don't think it's either one of them. I think it's something I don't know about, which is probably the case when it comes to this sort of thing. All Nig- people I have
2: never heard of. All people you've never heard of. Nights. Does that look exciting? Um, it looks okay. Yeah, I think I'd watch that alongside Wonder. And uh, I don't know much about Loki apart from, or Loki apart from the films that were out. Um, I don't know. Um, it could be good. It could be good. But he's a what is he? Oh, tinker, no, mischief looser, maker, looser. isn't
0: he? Loki. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the god of chaos for all intents. Especially. He's not not evil, not bad, just chaotic. Uh, so, yeah, chaotic. That's uh, the case. Secret agent. <laughs> okay, it's gonna. It's. It, it, I think it's gonna be good. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. They're the two things that I'm looking for. That's why I put Loki in the thumbnail, actually, uh, because I could have put the one division, but it wasn't as as exciting. Tom Henderson's much more interesting to watch. Okay, so let's move on to our next one. Our second copyright strike for today, which is uh, Falcon and Wind Soldier. And I forgot to put the sound on.
4: (laughs) The legacy of that shield is complicated. So, side down, people need something to get behind.
2: They need the symbol.
4: What's our plan? So, no plan.
3: Great.
1: If he lands in some desert, punches and goes with to world, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Hang on, hang on. So.
4: What's going on in that cyborg brain of yours? You don't want to know. Oh, yeah, I can see it working. Gears turning. Oh, they're malfunctioning. They're on fire. God, I hate you.
0: Right. Um. There's a trope in Hollywood about flying down fucking canyons. Yeah. The amount of fucking things I've it. seen people fly down canyons. So I've I, bloody canyon as well. It's always the same one. <laughs> it's always the same one. It's like kind of, there was the one in, in, uh, in Terminator, the one with Christian Bale that had a canyon fly in uh, Instagram, um, Independence Day <laughs> that had a canyon fly. And I've, I swear to God, I, I just, it's just, it seems very tropish it's not quite cliche but it's very tropish um not as excited for this one as i was for loki and Division. is because it just looks like a buddy cop kind of tv show um there's some bits in it that i noticed um they've got a, a ter- terrorizing a terrorist organization with a like a red hand on their face and I don't know if that is the hand that featured in um Daredevil. I doubt it, because they've been more ninja like. Um, so we've got that. We've got him living the Captain uh, the, the Captain America Shield. It looks like Baron Simo's being coerced by someone, so he's come back. I think he's had his noggin cleaned out by the Wakandans, and he's been released back in society, but he's and, and same with um uh what's his mush uh, the winter soldier. Um, he's had his brain cleared out. That's why he referred to it as a cyborg brain, because he's had parts of it cleared out and bits put back in place. Maybe they've got chip, maybe they've got a chip or an implant in his head that's causing it. Um so yeah, uh it's it's not as exciting as the others. It looks it looks good. It looks like something quite, it looks like Tropic was it trop not Tropic Thunder. Thunder in Paradise with um Hulk Hogan in the 90s. Remember that? The show where yeah. he had the boat and everything had to be solved on the water. Yeah, you'd be sodded. You'd be buggered if it was at the top of a tower uh, Yeah, because Tropic Thunder couldn't help you then. Um, that's what it looks like. I've got a soft spot for Saturday afternoon TV, like Night Rider and whatnot, and I feel that that's going to be Saturday afternoon TV. I think You're I might right. watch it. On a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> oh, on Saturday <laughs> afternoon between yeah. 18 and... Uh, oh, what was wrong with the bike? The bike that went really fast. Had lasers on it.
1: Oh my God, I don't remember the bike bike one. Me it was always Airwolf. Airwolf, <laughs> that was the other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: watch it between those two. Watch it between reruns of A Team and Airwolf. Uh, we can we can watch uh, Wal- Wal- Walton Soldier, <laughs> the Walton Soldier, the Winter Soldier. Um Yeah, so. It looks good. I think I'll watch it. I don't think I, I. I wouldn't get Disney Plus for it. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it if we didn't already have this stuff. This stuff in it. Oops. Um, it's stuff already in there. So it's 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 okay. Nigel, what do you think? Doesn't
2: interest me.
0: Doesn't interest you whatsoever. I don't
2: like the Falcon. He's a, a great character. But that trailer doesn't give me anything. Doesn't give me any mm. sort of idea of what's going on. Just him flying through a canyon, being shot at. But why? Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll find out. But I'm not interested. I'm. I wouldn't get Disney Plus for that. But the other two, as it stands, uh, I we haven't would. finished
0: yet. We haven't finished yet, and I'll ask you a question: whether we get Disney Plus? So, so we got the next one. Um. Uh, this is the one that I think worries me the most out of all of them. And I'll tell you why after. Oh, no, I
1: already know exactly where you're going with this. you bad. It's a prison of
4: endless possibility. Not interested. That doesn't sound ominous at all. Promised an army.
3: You have
4: a super soldier. You sure don't seem too freaked out about all this, kid. Oh, is that the one out there all by yourself anyway? Exploding the world. Sounds fun. But why stop at one world? when we can show you all of them. I am the Watcher. I am your guide through these vast new realities. Follow me and dare to face the unknown.
0: question right so i'll stop it there um ugh, fat fingers um yeah now i do like what if stories what if stories are, are, are great things that you can do and they usually do them in science fiction shows where they have uh, some other form of time travel or universe travel now it features the watcher and i think the watch is going to be the bit that kind of pivots around between the watcher and stephen Strange. So I think it may be a conversation where Steven Strange has somehow met the Watcher, and the Watcher is now showing him all the possibilities. Again, it features back into that kind of multiverse thing that they have been talking about. So, so the Watcher will be showing all these kind of possibilities and stuff in regards to it. Um, now you can do some good things, like kind of what I am. If Spider-Man wasn't there when the Avengers got together, once we've had a new character, once we've had this, that, and the other um i think keith is stirp faced on us while we're at it oh no he's no, not he's yeah. really still um so you've got all these other things the downside is that i looked at that and i went ah oh, great they're going to gender and race swap fucking everyone rather than say remove a person from a story um Wait. and that's the bit where i kind of go they did I'm... before you carry on before you go on keith they did have what i think will be marvel zombies um, yeah. which would be interesting because having the zombies out there is a, is a new kind of threat because if the zombies come into the kind of uh, what do you call it, the, the Marvel Universe the threat to them from their super-powered sentient zombies is going to be a bit dangerous shall we say
1: it, it, We knew about um, Hayley Atwell playing Captain Britain um, effectively um, this was announced over a year ago, yes it is Marvel Zombies, that was also confirmed a year ago, Nigel, An answer to your question, yes, it's all the original actors, including um, there's one episode with Tony Stark, and it's going to be Rob, Robert, uh, Downey Jr. playing that role. Yeah, he's coming back to voice it. Um, a couple of things that I, I like the animation style, I thought the animation style was really cool. Um, I do find the watch interesting again. They're talking about multiverses and infinite worlds. I wonder if that's going to somehow tie in anyway. Um, but yes, there are a few very wokey things that are ringing wokey alarm bells. But I don't know. I don't know. The Haley Atwell one didn't look that good. Um, yeah, Mrs. Steve Rogers bit. There was, was a. Got me. Yeah, there was a. There was a, a frame where they were on an alien planet, which looked. And I'd love that as a print in my office with the with the blossom tree at the bottom. I don't know what that was, but that just. That would make a really cool print. <laughs> that was the thing that struck me. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Um, I'm worried, but at the same time, I liked the look of the animation in this, um, and I liked the style of it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I think I like what if stories, so it could be good. And the fact that they got the Watcher in there, that that
0: I was going, kind of, you
3: know.
1: See, the other um, the other
0: thing with the Watcher is, I think that they need to sh- tell tell people that the Watcher's human form is Stanley. That's why yeah. he's been in all these films because he's the Watcher, and we love Stanley. And to time back to that, maybe maybe other people might hate that idea, but I think I think a
1: lot be- of people support that. I think that would be cool if we did have stanley as the watcher and if they did that as a kind of tribute that would be actually really cool and maybe they will maybe they will actually do it it has been muted um several times and seem and and it does seem like disney are very much in fan service mode at the moment so you never know you know, I mean, a year ago or two years ago, no one, everyone wanted Rosario Dawson as a soaker. and now fucking look. So, no, they could, they could do that. You know, it's not entirely out of the realms of impossibility. But uh, I, I, I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm on the fence on this. Let's say that.
0: Okay. Um, I think you'll probably find that you'll f- some you'll find that two of the stories will be really good, and then the others will probably be massively irritating. That's Possibly. how I feel it's going to go. I feel it's going to be so like with the did- Umbrella Academy where two sevenths were shit of the entire
2: series. Sorry, Nigel. I'm just curious. I've never heard of these what-if things. So do they do a series of different what-if scenarios? Well, yeah, yeah. Or it's if- a case oh, of
0: they, 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 you play the story out, but you change one element of the story. So what if Captain America never thawed out? Yeah, How would the battle for New York have played out? Yeah, would they would have won or lost? Would have someone else come in, stepped in, filled in the role, etc. Um, it, so it,
1: like it, it's quite common in comic books that they, there's a lot of comic books. So you, you get these comic book series where they do these what ifs. So the recent one was what if um, Deadpool kills the uh, Marvel universe, and it's basically Deadpool going
0: around fucking killing everyone. Um, and it is actually Punisher. quite a good series. The Punisher was better. Because the punisher um, punish yeah. nuke to load a superhero, yeah. But, I, I, but
1: Deadpool was because he's the moat with the mouth. I, I enjoy. I have got the entire "What If" Deadpool, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe uh, series, and it is quite good. Especially when Deadpool kills Wolverine, because they they really laid into the whole Ryan Reynolds and uh, what's his face, um, Hugh Jackman, sort of, Hugh Jackman thing in the comic as well. It's really quite good.
0: Spider Man first.
1: Yes, he does. Yes, he does kill Spider Man off first.
0: Okay, he kills right. everyone. <laughs> okay, we've got to we've got to keep a brisk pace, guys, because there's so much to cover. So there's some other Marvel TV uh, news. Um, I wasn't going to include this because it's shite. I don't want anything to do with it. There's an Ironheart TV series featuring John Don Cheadle, and I can't remember the character who replaced um, Iron Man in the in the TV in the comic book series because she was terrible. Um, I didn't want to cover it just imagine that uh, uh, some uh, Michael Burnham becomes Iron Man that's mm. how I'm going to describe it okay? I'm not interested in that whatsoever we've got She-Hulk starring oh my god from Orphan Black I'm not going to say her name we'll also feature yeah, Mark that... Ruffalo as Hulk now I just want to point out that She-Hulk only exists because someone said who could the Hulk fuck without breaking into <laughs> that's why She-Hulk exists <laughs>
1: I was I I didn't have any interest in this until they cast what's her face Tati 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 Tina um, the good the woman that was in Orphan Black because she is an awesome actress and I really really like her um, I loved Orphan Black I thought Orphan Black was great um, and I think she could work in it I think it's probably still going to be woke nonsense
0: but I like her I I think it's going to be a waste of time I really do I think it's going to be that they they, they could have they could have built a barn or done a farm with the money that they spent on that rather than pissing it away. Uh, New Nick Fury series with Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Milton as the scroll leader, Talos. Um, need to see something on that. Um, I need to see what they're doing. Cause if you've already got a buddy cop kind of story with Falcon and the winter soldier, is that going to work? Cause that's probably the angle that they play on that. Um, maybe if they go down the kind of spy route that they're telling stories about, Spying things uh, that might work a little better, uh, and a series of shorts named "I Am Groot," featuring teenage Groot. Wow,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm half looking forward to the um, Samuel L. Jackson series because I just want to see what happens next after Spider-Man Three. I want to know what the hell that was all about. So, um, and then I think that's where this series is going. So, um, I'm intrigued by that, and anything with Samuel L. Jackson, I'll give it, I'll give it a go as long as he says, I've had enough of these motherfucking scrolls on this motherfucking ship. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Okay. So let's uh, let's move on to our next section, which is Star Wars. They did a lot of Star Wars things. I'm, I've got a lot grief to use bloody games radar because no, thanks. I don't want to know any of your shite. Six. Count it. Six new Star Wars shows announced, including Lando, Ahsoka, and the Rangers of the New Republic. Oh, I wonder where that one's coming from. So, um, according to Keith, announced 10, uh, but Keith uh, suffers from dyscalculia. So, <laughs> no, they've all the all headlines. Right, so, are hang on. All right. So, they announced six, but there's a lot of other ones here which. I think some are not going to go anywhere. Um, we have Rangers, Ahsoka, uh, and Mando, uh, which are the Filoni, um Favreau ones, which we're hoping to be good. And they're supposed to have like their Avengers-style kind of team up towards the end. Uh, An Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, standalone series featuring uh, Hugh McGregor and Hadrian Christensen as Darth Vader. Um, uh, no, I no, sorry. Uh, Bad Batch, animated series of Clone Wars. Yep, I think that'll be all right. Uh, Star Wars Visions, a series of animated shorts celebrating the things. That's the, that's what you watch in the queue when you're queuing up for the Star Tours on it. Uh, Lando spin-off with everybody's favourite robo-sexual um, hero from Star Wars. <laughs> with the Don, Donald Glover character. They've ruined that character, don't do it as a game. You could build a barn or a farm and, and do more better, better for the world. The Acolyte, a new series spinning off with the final days of the High Republic era. That's the Leslie Headland one, I imagine. Um, uh, a me. droid story, which they've already done, featuring R2D2 and C-3PO, uh, introducing brand new droids. I said, that's what they've already done. Uh, and a Willow reboot of jo- uh, John Howard, Ron Howard's 1988 film. Now, there's some other bits in there, too, but we'll cover them as we go through. So, um, Ahsoka Rangers, okay. That might be okay. Um Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't I'm no, I don't think that's gonna work in my eyes. I think they've they've they bollocks that up uh before they've even got out of the gate. Um see Birds of Prey this year as an example. Um The Bad Batch, I saw that. That looked good. Um I think that's in the in the notes further on down down the line for the Yeah, that does look good. No, it's but that's Falone.
1: Yeah. That's Falone over, 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 see, uh, seeing yeah. That's the same I, creative
0: team. Out of all of them, I'm probably up for the bad batch more than anything else. Um, Why
1: not Soker and that? because Rangers and Soka, because, Ahsoka, because they, they're because, all tying into the Mando.
0: Yeah, I know, but it feels, it, it's just not, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't feel right. It feels like they went, They've gone from saying that Star Wars, everyone's suffering from Star Wars fatigue and all these kind of uh, films and stuff. out, And then all of a sudden, they've just gone and fired a fucking makeup gun worth of Star Wars properties at the screen for people to go through. Uh, and I'm worried that the Ahsoka and the Rangers one's going to feel rushed and it's going to feel light on content. And you're, no, Keith, you liked, remember, you liked Force Awakened. Yeah. I think you're wrong
1: because I've seen what they've done in Mando Season 2. Yep. I uh, trust
0: and, uh, and, and I trust And, and, and I also have seen what they've done in Season 2 of The Mandalorian, and that's what makes me go, hmm. And we'll get to that when we get to talk about The Mandalorian, but we've got a lot of stuff stuff to cover. Um, one of the things I didn't know, note in this was um, the Casio keyboard series, um, a series of keyboards um, that apparently um, can uh, emote... So, uh, let's just pop this one on. So, they did what they refer to as a sizzle reel for this one, where they just showed off a load of stuff in regards to this. Now, um, Casio Andor, or Casio Keyboard, as I like to call him, does not have a personality. He is a charismaless void, more so than The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian has to wear a fucking mask to hide his face and still has more charisma... I'm sorry, Diego Luna. I have no idea why they gave you your own show. I don't think it's going to be very good. Um, I, think I think it's going to feel quite... empty and fucking hollow. Um, this is the I... thing, all right. I want to try something with you, Keith. What was the best thing about uh, Ro- uh, Rogue One? Not Rogue One. Yeah, it was Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. Um, Darth Vader,
1: probably. Okay. All right. So, if oh, ben, you ta- ben, that, was uh, never ben supposed ben to be in there. But okay ben Mendelsohn's bad guy was good okay
0: can you remember anything outside that well yeah i do, yeah
1: i, I know cassie and andor look i agree with you i don't think cassie and andor series is we need i i like i found the concept of of spy series or espionage series set around about the time of the Rebel Alliance which is a slightly darker look at it, a bit like Rogue One. I find that interesting. I don't know why they're following the Cassie Andor series, um, character because we know what happened to him. So um, knowing that I think already is a, a detraction from what this series is going to be about. Um, personally, I'm not interested in Obi-Wan. I'm not interested in the Andor series. The only ones I'm interested in the ones that you're poo-pooing um, <laughs> and the Bad Batch because I like... Clone Wars C7. I am interested in Soka because I love Ahsoka Tanu. I think she's a fucking awesome character. Um, and I really liked um, Rosario Dawson's performances there. I have no idea what Rangers of the New Republic is, but because it's in and Favreau. I'm kind of thinking it might be cool. I think they've had this planned for a while. I know what they did with Rebels. I know what they did with Clone Wars, and they've never upset me. So I think they're going to be good. I I was interested in this Andor series, but I, I don't care about the characters, so I don't know if it's going to be any good. Um, the Obi-Wan TV series, meh. And why the fuck are you bringing back Hayden Christensen? I mean, it's not he can voice Vader. You're not going to change Vader's voice, right? You can't do that. that, that that's just something you cannot do. So what are we going to see? Him him out the mask. He's all fucked up. He's all burnt. So it's all point of Doctor, uh, Doctor. Who? Um, Darth Vader. <laughs> it's all point of Vader in the front in the mask. because from the front one, so I don't get it. Unless it's gonna I, be I, a I,
3: flashback.
0: Okay, I think the internet gods are stepping on our behalf there, Nigel. <laughs> um Keith is uh his internet's kind of dropping out a little. But um it's I, the the Cassian Andal series, I have no 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 idea why they're bloody doing it it's it's mad um
2: it, it's just not like an interesting I... character sorry i'm not interested i like i like the uh leading lady in um rogue one would quite prefer to see something around her outside of the film of rogue one and how she got to where she got to before rogue one that would be interesting to me but not him um so Nah, I'm I'm not I can't remember what that bloke did. Well, it, not him, yeah. Actor. I, I, I can't remember what that character did in the entire film. No, no one can. Do you
0: know why? Because he's so fucking forgettable. They were all forgettable. The only bit that people remember is the Darth Vader bit at the end, which I would just like to point out was Pigeon holding
2: right towards the end. Um, um uh, the bit I wouldn't I'm, mind saying more about, um, the blind fella, Donnie Ens. Character. Oh, those two—that—that
0: that would make a good series. I think that would, I oh, yes, right. they were the most interesting. Now I remember them. They were probably more interesting because the guy thought he was force sensitive, and he might have been. He might not have been. We don't know. It was interesting. He could just be m- mental. It was that was more it interesting.
2: Um, it could be just insanely lucky. It could be lucky. It could be insanely. Thought he, lucky. he thought he was force sensitive. He's not. He's just got luck on his side. And that's why bullet's missing. But Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. So uh,
0: lots of Star Wars series coming out. Uh, One definitely not interested in. uh, I'm tentative on the others. Uh, So now I'm going to put this is the one thing I am bloody interested in. Yeah. Now they've been talking about this off and on for years. Every time uh, I think Prometheus came out, they talked about it. Alien Covenant came out, they talked about it. They were talking about an Aliens TV series in the worker FX. And I'm like, yes, I'll have me some of that. Now, the problem I have with this was just a few quotes. Um, One of them was, uh, it's done by uh, Noah Hawley, who did Legion, and he was supposed to be doing the new Star Trek film. Keith, it ain't happening. Um, He's doing Alien TV series, and hopefully he'll do it alongside Ridley Scott, as long as that as long as he has the greater creative control over it. If Ridley Scott directs the first kind of episodes and sets the kind of production standard for it and everything works okay, then everything will will be fine. Um, see, it's, it's, it's I, Don't press button. Anyway. <laughs> um, so now now got a second chair, even though it's not that... Anyway, so th- that looks interesting. Um, now, I heard some uh, frustrating things about this. One... It's set on Earth in the not-too-distant future. Mm. Yeah, that's the bit that kind of gets me. If it was a terraformed planet... I know where they're doing it. It's for budget concerns, yeah? Because you don't have to build fucking space-age sets um, if you set it on Earth, like, tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, that, that kind of upsets me. If they could have set it on... Maybe they set it on a planet that's been pre-terraformed... And then the outbreak happened there. Uh, that would be more interesting. But when they said it, it would be set on Earth, I'm like, oh shit, because that makes me go back to Aliens Predator versus Requiem. Aliens versus Predator Requiem, um, and that was shite. Um, and that's one thing I kind of wanna wanna get uh, away with it. It's uh, he describes it as saying Um, humanity at their worst. Now I don't want to see humanity. When I say he says um, humanity at the worst. Maybe humanity at its lowest ebb, but not at its worst, because that's The Walking Dead. And I fucking can't stand The Walking Dead. All <laughs> right? I don't want that. I want I want kind of cool, kind of brutal kind of stuff there. And maybe humanity just struggling, but not at its lowest like uh, a Walking Dead thing. But it's going to be interesting. They tweeted it out, because that's how you announce everything these days. You tweet things out. Um, I wish they'd fucking stop and just actually, you know, have press conferences like they used to, but due to the oof, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, Nigel, I imagine you're massively excited for something like this. <laughs> <laughs> and just get a head wobble for those listening. Um...
2: Well, yeah, you just get a head wobble. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not as big a fan as as you are of, of the A-Series, but I'm curious to see um, a bit more of, uh, trailers to do with this i don't care where it's set to be honest um i I don't care if it's set in space or in the uk as long as it's it's, a uk or in the uk in space or the uk i love that idea
0: space (laughs) or the uk can't be set anywhere else if it's not if it's not (laughs) in england or scotland at a push specifically
2: specifically the isle of man (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, I say we yeah, t- I'm, take I'm, off
0: and nuke the entire site from orbit. This is the only way to be sure. Oh, there's no aliens on it. Still, take off and nuke the entire site from
2: orbit. <laughs> do what I say. Don't question. It'll be interesting to see some more trailers on this film. Um, maybe TV they'll show, Is it a TV series? Maybe they'll show yeah. why they're on Earth and not in space like they were before. Maybe they just, you know. The films didn't happen and they didn't destroy them before getting to earth or something survived and it pff, crashed and survived. We'll see. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I might watch it when it comes out. We'll see.
0: Yeah, it's I think it'd be, be an interesting one. I don't know if it's going to, go to Disney Plus or Hulu when it, or Disney Plus 18 when it comes over in the UK. Maybe it'll be shown on the FX channel, like The Walking Dead, and that'd be good. Maybe someone said, you know what, The Walking Dead's coming to the end of its life. We need another miserable drama TV show. Has anyone got any ideas? And Noah Hawley went, what about aliens? You know, when she humanity, the worst. Yeah. Uh, and they went, yeah, that's it. We'll, we'll have some of that. Um, so yeah, we have zombies. No. no, no, aliens, mate. Uh, the thing is that it would be absolutely fucking. If they do it right, they can make it absolutely terrifying. Okay, so th- any thoughts before we move on?
1: Um, it's the set on the I, I like you. I when I first saw the news, I was like, oh, oh, this could be good. Then I saw set on Earth in the near future. I was like, uh, uh, hang on, no, 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 no. It needs to be set in 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 the period when the original movies were set. In the near future doesn't work for me because we didn't we didn't discover the aliens. We didn't know of their existence until you know quite some time in the future. So this doesn't make sense to me. But Noah Hawley,
0: could be good. Yeah, yeah, it could be good. All right. Yeah. Um, got any got any chat bits before we move on to, to, to the gaming section,
2: Nigel? Yep. So um we are going back to Right, we're going back a little bit. So, um, all the way back to One Division, Cavation uh, was trying to figure out where the house was. it was somewhere in the Disney. Yeah, they've probably got a little village, haven't they, where they film all their stuff? And uh, trying to no, figure I, out what the house you, was used for. Maybe the Golden Girls. I, Wouldn't know, mate. To me, it yeah. looked a bit like the What's His
1: Face house, but it wasn't. Um, oh, yeah, family. I, I,
2: know it does,
0: I yeah, although remember. to me, well, there's me a high dream of uh, that's what it looks like. I dream of Genie because it fits. It might not but yeah, it it may be. I, don't, I know. There might be some kind of Americana that I'm not aware of, but it, I look like I dream of Genie. So Sorry, no. um,
2: he feels that we should get some Sky royalties for, for Disney. Yeah, I no, bet free. Free for me. Yay. Um, no, no.
0: Why yeah. we should get free for you? Me,
2: me, me for free. Um, he's uh, cunningly called it Wonka Vision. Wonka Vision. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Like now, that. talking about the what-if scenarios, Balin said, "What if Ultron wins? Um, would have been a good one." There is see, actually that's... one
0: where Ultron does win, where we've got the Avengers in the future, and they have to. Tony Stark's looking after him in some habitat in the arc in the Arctic near the Forbidden Zone or whatever it is, uh, the, the Savage Lands, and then the the Avengers then take off because it's like the son of Thor and whatnot, and they take off to take on Ultron and beat him with the help of an elderly Hulk, which was a good story. I didn't know Sorry. Hulk Age. I nerded then. I just had a nerdgasm.
2: Yes, we know. Keith, uh, Keith glitched out. Yeah. yeah. Um, got some homework to do, I guess. Just um, catching, just up about again. House. catching up. Yeah. Yeah. That is all the comments up to now. Uh, if you've got any more in the following bit, yes, pop
0: them We're, on. Yes, it's Nige. Uh, you'll be up for this one. Unfortunately, the first story doesn't help you, Nige, um, because the first story is something that's put a big old fucking grin on my face. Um, I knew this was coming when they was they they unveiled. Um, What you call it? Flight Simulator for the PC. I knew it was coming to the Xbox and uh, God, it looks good. This is all on Xbox X series, Nigel. Yeah. So this is uh, the creamy buttery goodness of uh, the Xbox X series. I'm hoping they will allow you to plug additional controllers in keyboards and whatnot, because my dad might just get an X series rather than get uh, a new PC. To play this because this looks how good does that look? Oh, part it's partial AI too. So they put it into their Azure cloud platform uh, using the images, and then it then uses other images to collate the landscape and other things. So I think they did this originally on the PS3 when the PS3 came out. They used it to create the terrain from images using shadows and stuff like that, and the AI and the cloud computing was calling. And it, I, I'm 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 looking forward to this. It says S next to it, so I can play it.
2: So I'm real, quite ride, real world,
1: real world X weather and as well.
2: S- oh, nice. Well, I like, I like, I like the idea. You can fly a plane around all the um, world landmarks, um, take off and fly, and go to certain airports and stuff. If that's your thing, never has been my thing. Um, really, being in a flight simulator, but it does look. Good for people who do like that sort of thing. No, no, it really does. I think it, I think it's part of Games Pass. You won't have to buy it. I know. So. I could just play it if I wanted, if I was so inclined. I mean, just give it a quick go. It is something that we play together. If we wanted gee
0: We'd just be crashing our planes thing?
2: into each other.
0: Yeah, I think there could might I, be. I think there might be a multiplayer element to it where you can take off from
2: similar airports. Could I? Or Okay. And into the plane that you're flying and you fly me and you somewhere. No. No. That's that's uh,
0: flight simulator passenger edition, I and I don't
2: think they've come up that yet. Ordered my, I can order my whiskey flight and my meal, you know. Sorry, not interested okay. now.
0: <laughs> it is it is one of those things. Um Keith, you're the other biggest fight simulator fan here by mass. How do you feel about it?
1: <laughs> uh, it looks very good on the Xbox. Um, it has real world weather as well, so it uses uh, uh, it ties into weather channels and generates real world weather using sat maps and everything else.
0: It's it's pretty I th- funky. Um, I think it can on air traffic if you ask it politely. I. Thing you know, running on an you know, incredibly like-
1: expensive PC, and it's blown me away—the real-world photographics. But then, look, I've been a flight sim fan since I, you know, I. The first time I tried flight sim was flight sim four on a four eight six RM Nimbus four eight six in my school library when I was thirteen years old. Um, and then I seriously got back into it with you and your dad. Um, <laughs> and
0: my dad uh, loves him. Uh,
1: Never took off from Heathrow Airport, went to bed, woke up in the morning, and landed at LA. Never did that <laughs> more than once. It's da- Your dad taught me how to land an aircraft on ILS, <laughs> and, did and I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Um, and I mean, no, I, I like. I used to love flight sim as a kid, um, and this looks amazing. It, it, my graphics-wise, it's just mind-blowingly good so um For- it, it, it is a flight sim i i do i don't know how well it's going to do on the xbox because it's not really a game there are more game elements to it now where you know you can do flight school and you can do the challenges and things like that but it is a sim It it's a real life sim you know it, that's what microsoft flight simulator has always been about and and I don't know how well it's going to work on the Xbox. Certainly you, you've got to be able to plug a joystick in. You've got to be able to, because it's just not going to work with a controller. You're not going to get that experience. And and then what are you going to do with like the flaps and everything else that you have to control? What about your uh are they going to are they going to sell a flight kit with this, with the pedals and your, your yeah you know, everything
0: else? Microsoft will sell you. A set of joysticks. Then I'm going to go go out and buy
1: an Xbox X. Fuck it, just for this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, It looks awesome. See, my dad's thing when he does flight simulator, he's big into the custom scenery and stuff. But I don't know if you're going to need custom scenery and stuff for this one.
1: Oh, I think you do because it, it's using the Google Maps technology, where it's making three D maps, buildings out of pictures and stuff. You know, um, and your dad always did really detailed, decent scenery. So I think the scenery um, thing is gonna is gonna go up again, um, and cool. You know, I I, yeah. I I love it, and it looks amazing. It does look really bloody good on the Xbox. Surprisingly good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um so let's uh let's move on as i said we've got a lot, we've still got a ton of stuff to cover we haven't even got to our our review of the mandalorian yet keith um so let's uh let's 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 move on to, to our next one which is bapster this one's for you mate it's the uh it's the elite dangerous one and it's on mute because it's um it's got david bowie singing uh Grand Controls major tom on it i like elite dangerous because it it, it it looks very spacey. It's very Flight Simulator-esque. The problem is, is that I can't get past the fucking tutorial. I can't I can't control it. But I'm playing on console. I should really be playing on PC. Maybe I should map a keyboard and bits into it. But Elite Dangerous has now moved into... How can I put it? It's moved into... um Like kind of No Man's, no Man's Sky territory with with ground stuff so you've got all these little settlements I imagine it dotted around each planet and, and, and what not and you can get out on foot and explore um, some of the planets can be dull as fucking dishwater but if you come across kind of space pirates or burning ships or space stations that need retaking I think it looks it looks quite good um, and I think I probably enjoy that but I've got to figure out how to fly the bloody ship and I've got so many games to play at the moment. I haven't got I, I can't I can't dedicate four hours for a tutorial. I can I can't land it in the Southern space station. It drives me crazy. I'm gonna video it so Babster can have a massive laugh at me for that. But it looks it looks good. I like I like the whole kind of expansion of uh of game. It, they talk about games as a service. There's two types of games as a service. There's games as services which I knew squeeze as much money out of you as possible and those ones are shit and there's games as a service where we want you to play our game as long as possible so we will put out more content yeah and that's what elite dangerous st- has done there They put more content out and it's like what you used to have with um like game expansions you know you had the add-ons for things like red alert and whatnot that's what you used to have mm. with it they were fantastic and i you know and that's that's what i want expand the game make the game bigger put more stuff in there um so uh Nige, does that look exciting to you?
2: Actually, yeah. Um I quite like the fact that they're coming out of space and onto uh planets and make, build your own base and stuff like that. Um it does really look like I don't like... know if it, I
0: don't know if it's build your own base.
2: But been, yeah. It, like saying, yeah. Right. Um but you can know, be in space, running around with yeah, guns. If you compare that to No Man's Sky, which is what you can do with with this, I suppose, um, graphically, it is a step ahead of No Man's Sky, in my opinion. And the way the guns look, uh, you saw a clip there, it does look very good. Um, I'm intrigued. Like you, I didn't get past the uh, tutorial because... Um, <laughs> It was telling me what I was going to be doing in such small font. I couldn't read it, could not read it. And I didn't know what I was going to be doing and pushing buttons to push and all that sort of stuff. So effectively, I started the game and got stuck stuck about 20 minutes in because I couldn't read what I was going to be doing. This was on PC. Um, I couldn't change resolutions and stuff like that. I just gave up. It was a free thing. I would um, I'd got a trial. So... If this was on maybe PlayStation, where the resolution should be able to read what's going on and learn, I think it could be something I, I would want to have a go on. But I'm not going to fork out full. i I just want to have a little bit of a trial first.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Babster, um, I think, started a new um, a new go on, on No Man's Sky. And I watched the initial part of it when I had a chance. And it was funny because I watched the initial part of it and then I was like, that's not the same as the one I've got because he must have had a load of add-ons for it. But it looks good. Again, expansion, keep the the gamers who are enjoying it, keep them playing. Um, And those who are not as interested but want to pick it up at one point... Having a a bundle with all the kind of, uh, what you call it, all the add-ons and stuff is really appealing. When you see a game and it's like kind of, hey, you get the game of the year version with all the add-ons. And you're like, yes, thank you very much. I will will have that. Um, Okay, so we'll move on to our next one, which is Perfect Dark. Now, I don't know if you remember Perfect Dark. Actually, I'll play this one because I think it's from The Initiative, which is a new studio that Microsoft put together in 2018. Um It's not rare doing this. It starts off with this kind of funny globe over time kind of thing here.
4: I remember when everything changed. I do too. The floods. The storms.
0: Mm-hmm. So COVID. A remake. The fires. I don't know if it's a remake it's or a sequel. Streets. Reboot, maybe. Reboot, I think, is probably the best way of describing it. The
4: corporations gave us solutions. A better world. And we welcome them into our lives. But the laws of nature aren't meant to be broken. We need to know what they're hiding. It's a cool, cool world. Did you find the answers you were looking for, Agent Dark? Not yet. This is just the beginning.
0: Right. So um, back when the Xbox 360 launched, uh, Microsoft acquired Rare. And one of the rare things that they wanted to do at Rare was a sequel to GoldenEye. So they made Perfect Dark. Now, didn't quite work out the way they wanted because a lot of, kind of talent had walked out the door at the time. But they were trying to achieve something that looked quite interesting. Now, with this, I think that uh, there's initiative studio. I haven't seen any gameplay of this whatsoever. I think they could do it okay because, you know, there's a lot of first-person uh, uh, shooter tools out there. So if they're clever and creative enough and they don't kind of just get caught in the kind of, how can I put it, the, the meat grinder of kind of corporate creation of, of entertainment... I think they can come up with something good. They're new, they want to improve that prove themselves. I'm hoping that this will be a good game. I'm hoping it'll be on Xbox Games Pass. Nige, wink, 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 wink. And we can we can give it a go. Um it gives a kind of kind of weird, kind of futuristic y kind of dystopian thing, and I can't remember much from Perfect Dark as it was. Nige, did you know anything about Perfect Dark?
2: Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Uh, even heard of it, I have now. Um, okay. all, all I got from that was uh, there was a drone flying everywhere, and that obviously appeals to Keith. So, is this a drone simulator?
0: <laughs> no, it's an F- if it makes you feel better, Keith, it's an FPV, drone. Um, <clears throat> that's what you should be doing in the future. If I have fancy videos like that on your channels. I'm fucking unsubbing, okay. I have a feeling
1: um, that actually. When, when, when we get that FPV drone, it is going to have a simulator to learn how to fly it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you might see a video like that. I do know about Perfect Dark. And I remember the fact that it was a um, supposedly you know, made by the same people that obviously made um, Goldeneye, which was awesome. I did play it, but I don't remember it that well because it was a long while back. But I did play it. Um, yeah. But I kind of like the look of that trailer just from the story. The story looks interesting.
0: So, yeah, it does um... look interesting. It it kind of feels a bit like the, the cyberpunk story where the corporation corporations taking over and you fighting against them or with them yeah. uh, in regards to kind of um, story and pitch. So it's um, yeah, I think it could be uh, it could be good uh, in regards to that. Night, nice. um, do you think you download that on Games Pass because
2: you don't even have to buy it?
0: If you used...
2: games, Pass. <laughs> if it was on Games Pass, I would certainly look at the trailer first and see what it's all about because I don't know about the game at all. So I'd have a look, and then if I like the look of the trailer, I'll download it because it's on Games Pass and I don't have to pay apart from what okay, I'm already cool. paying. All right,
0: okay. Um, let's move on to our next one, which is. I'm gonna lovely refer
2: to this as Karen's in space. Um You'll have to explain why. Are they going off on someone over? Scout it the hair
0: Ah, oh, it's a fifty sixty frames a second, isn't it? Yes, bloody sixty frames a second. Sorry. I forget the stream yards can't do 60 frames a second. It's crazy.
2: I mean, what? Hitting mechanics. That looks good.
1: Haven't we seen a trailer for this before?
0: We have, but we saw no gameplay.
4: Yeah.
0: Now. You have to wait, Knight. Until we... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got to see some gameplay, which is quite cool. Knight, you're trying to say something. Can you repeat what you're trying to say, mate?
2: Yeah, do you know what? I, I was... Um, in half, trying to stop any copyright claim by talking over the video as a transformative okay. work. Sorry. But, okay. But, well, it is
0: transformative.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, the the gameplay looks interesting. Uh, like, the gunplay doesn't look too bad, and then you've got all the abilities that you've got there firing off as well. Looks good. Um, like, uh, you, you might have mentioned before that it... looks fairly... Is that what you're... Point what what I was trying to say is,
0: it looks, it looks a bit like um, Anthem, doesn't it? Which we a bit played like anthem, a little
2: bit of, it,
0: which was we played it was all right the game, but it wasn't. It wasn't a game that, that that needed a lot of refinement in order to work, um, which I never got round to doing, which is a crying shame, an absolute crying shame. Which is now a game. Yeah, it's. Um, the thing is, I wouldn't download it. I'd worry that it fucking brick me Xbox, given the fact that it bricked a few PS4s along, along route. And it's like it's a slim chance, but the game's not that good enough to risk it, I'm afraid. Um, So Returnal, it looks like a, like a live-die-repeat kind of situation. You get so far, and then you die. There's a game I've got called uh, Moon Crash, part of a game called Prey. And it does that live, die, repeat kind of thing. So you're like rerunning the simulation until you can figure out how to rescue everyone. I think what it is is you're going to go through the actual thing, but the computer is going to play you through the entire situation, so you can it can have you achieve your goals in order to do it. Now, if you know anything about the original Prey two storyline, it was supposed to be a guy, a bounty hunter fella, and he was supposed to be hunting down bounties and stuff, and he comes across the guy from the original Prey game, the the Indian fella called Tommy. And um, they, they 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 get together, and what happens is is that he, every time he dies, he goes back home and wakes up in bed, and then keeps repeating similar to that. And in that version of the story, um, in that version of Prey, sorry, um, they were going to have it that it, that they were trying to get to this doorway which would open up into the city which they could control, and they find. Um, this guy's stacks of this guy's bodies of every time he's attempted to do it and failed and returned, but he had wiped his memory. So he had no memory of this thing. And it sounded fantastic, yeah. And then he had a real he had a twist at the end of the game. And the twist at the end of the game was the fact that um he frees everyone from the, the control of this machine that's running everything and uh, with Tommy and everything, and he activates his like emergency teleport thing. But instead of getting teleported back to like a police cell or something like he gets teleported back to Earth. So he gets to be live on Earth again, yeah? And then it's supposed to show a sequence of him meeting someone, getting married, having kids, having grandkids and that. And then he grows old and he dies. And the moment he dies when he's old, he wakes back up in his bed on the space station. And that sounded fantastic. And I'm hoping that Returnal will do something along that and you'll have some kind of massive twist with it. But it's going to be like the uh, Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow. And you've got to try and figure this out. So Karen's got to find the manager. Uh, and report and say that this is a problem (laughs) Um, and then go go through the game. So I think it's a case of you play it so far, and if you die, you get reset all the way back to the beginning. Yeah? So you're going to come across a few things that are going to irritate the crap out of you when you go to, like, do, like, a boss fight or something, and you die, and then you go, I've got to fight my way all the way through that fucking area again and go again. It may keep a few things that. that. I don't know. They may do it so it's like if you've defeated certain things, they stay dead, and you can go walking past them, but certain things that didn't stay dead. So if you've left a few uh, bad guys or whatever, or enemies or whatever, then they would come and do that. Um, Interesting. Um, Gameplay looks honest. It doesn't look great, I'll be frank with you. looks like an upscaled PS4 game, and uh, it does look like actual gameplay, and I think it's going to be... it's going to be interesting.
2: Yeah, be interesting to see a little bit more gameplay on that and see how this mechanic works, for sure. Maybe every yeah. time you uh, die, that's when you can use the experience that you've gained within that period to put into skills in order to further your advance. I don't think to it's elect-
0: gonna. I don't think you're gonna find stuff. It's gonna. It's not gonna be like XP. It's gonna be you find a weapon. You open a door. And then when you die, you can then go back through that open
2: door. You can use that weapon that you already recovered. I think you'll only get whatever you find or gain within that period of living. And then you have to find your corpse
0: to recover your weapons too. Oh, there was a game like
2: that. There was a game. It's quite a few games Um, like that, actually. It's uh, No Man's Sky, does it?
0: EverQuest. EverQuest does it, but No Man's Sky did that too. you remember when you die and you get your little kind of thing floating around to the ground or in space depending where you got destroyed. Yeah. Alright. It looks good. I'm interested. Uh, I think let's move on to our next game, which is uh, Outriders. And this one I like e. the look e. of and I'll explain in a moment why I'm like the look Enoch. Of. The hellhole of madness and misery.
4: If you don't want to end up as worm food, what worked for you in the old world won't work here. Montreux. Running and hiding are simply not viable options. Here, if you plan on surviving, you need to shift your mind into a higher gear. So let me walk you through the mantras of survival.
3: Could I have your attention, please?
4: First, cover is for cowards. Yeah, that's right. You can use cover. Nobody's stopping you. But you're a biological sledgehammer. Act like one. Chuck yourself into the fray. Two, that's your out. powers are on tap. Mm. Feel that tingling in your fingertips? Your powers are ready to be unleashed. Don't keep them waiting. Three, you've got to kill to heal. There's no use licking your wounds. Want your health back? Get out there and take it. Violence breeds vitality. And finally, guiding philosophy to end you have to think
3: aggressively
0: right um now when doom 2016 came out it kind of revolutionized the way the game industry worked yeah halo had come out and done a revolution what well, kind of a revolution in the way that you play the game with the uh, self-healing stuff where you wait around if i hide behind this corner for five minutes i'll have my shields recharged yeah i thought it was a shit mechanic i didn't like it um but it's the same call of duty did the same thing with the bloody vision and everything and, and whatnot yeah now there was a game called uh bullet storm in bullet storm uh, it was killed with style yeah, so you've got Doom that changed that recently changed the rule and, and bullet storm. So bullet storm had this thing to kill style and you got points for it. And Doom changed the way that heals. So you like kind of if you wanted to heal, you had to stun an enemy and then rip him to shreds. Yeah. And it encouraged a really kind of frenetic, fast-moving combat that caused you to always kind of push forward and, and you know damage as many people as you can so you can get your health. Um, did a similar thing with Doom Eternal, but you had a flamethrower now to get uh, to armor shards and whatnot. Um, and then you've got the the thingy. So I think they've combined the two and set it in the Borderlands, what looks like the Borderlands universe. Yeah. They said Enoch. They could have said bloody Pandora. Yeah. It looks very kind of um, uh, Borderlands, but with the higher tier graphics, not that celsius shaded stuff that they use. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be good. You know, the the, the covers for cowards sort of thing made it a lot a lot more interesting than you get with most games. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it looks good. I'm I'm quite excited for this because I think it will be a more fun game because I liked Bullet Storm. Bullet Storm was good. I played Bullet Storm twice through. Uh, played it on the on the PS3, of oh, three times through PS3 360. I played it on the PS4 with the Duke Nukem add-on, which is fantastic, because they just swap one of the characters out for Duke Nukem. They don't change the other characters' lines, but the actor doing the Duke Nukem lines reacts to them like, who is this guy (laughs) when they're talking to him and stuff? And I've really enjoyed the hell out of it, and I'm hoping that this will be a
2: similar thing. Well, I like the look of that. I like the fact that they're saying, we don't like campers here campers as you know in cod or battlefield and stuff like a lot of people the only people who don't mind campers are people who camp so in this game they're rewarding you but with life essentially they're refilling your life every time you make a kill and to be aggressive and use your powers and stuff like that so i like the sound that it's going to be a fast-paced game and not campus paradise but there'll still be people who try won't they? You know, yeah. Uh, no, will- I remember, it's not multiplayer; it's like four-player co-op sort of thing, like board, like Boardlands. I can only assume the, you know, the way the world is at the moment with gaming, they'll do a multiplayer thing uh, in the future. I can, I can see it happening. They'll, they'll put some sort of PP multiplayer battlefield sort of thing in. I Can see it, yeah.
3: Okay. Sorry. Wait, wait, sorry. Sorry. I've sorry.
1: Sorry. I, I, just, just, just been spending most of my time living in the campus paradise. That's what came to my mind. We're
0: gangsters, a campus paradise. Okay. All right. Um, and, and
1: and I keep sort of picturing Nige as a cult leader with
0: his transformative words after he said, <laughs> "Sorry." Transformative <laughs> words. And on that note, we'll move on to our next one because we still got still got tons of stuff to get through. Um and this one here, um to everyone's surprise and chagrin, is Fallout seventy six.
1: Yeah what Gareth, Gareth sixty frame. I need you to, okay, no, to off, I think.
3: Don't like your face, honey. You picked the wrong time to get a drink. So-
2: Okay, we'll leave it there. Sorry, Nigel, what would you say? They choose some funky music, don't they, for Fallout Fallout trailers.
0: They do. Um, I'm hoping that we're going to get what's referred to as copyright deadlock, where we get two opposing people trying to claim copyright on our video and not being able to do it because they get deadlocked out by each other. That would be fantastic. That would be great. Um, yes, they look like they've got NPCs in there, which I think is, is is good. It's something that we kind of wanted for it. Um, I don't know if the game itself has been fixed. Um, looks like they're getting proper missions. vault raids is another one. Um and it's part of Xbox Games Pass too, so we can try without uh, the pain of actually buying the content, which I think is good.
2: Yes, I've seen I've seen Fallout 76 on the game pass and i thought oh do i download it Mm, not sure because of all the bad things i've heard especially from you and carl um (laughs) there's me more than carl only game that i almost snapped the disc into because i got frustrated exactly and that's um i i know uh if it's frustrating you uh it's gonna really piss me off and i quite like fallout games i Love Fallout 3. Uh, not as much Fallout 4, but I did like it, and I like the fact that I could build little camps and stuff. I'm only assuming that 76 allows you to build your own camps.
0: Uh, yeah, they, it, I'll be honest with you. When I played it last, it was shit. The camp building was shit. I think they've extended it to make it a bit more interesting, but when I went to go and do it, does it, look, was, it was garbage.
2: It does look that Sorry. way in um, 76, that the camp building looks much better than Fallout Four, but i'm um, only from what you've just said i'm assuming that uh, it wasn't quite as good as fallout 4 and they're going to improve it for this latest patch that they're doing so yeah it looks interesting i would give it a game on game pass but i wouldn't be buying it I, no if it wasn't <laughs> yeah i know it's one of if those things where it's <laughs>
0: It wasn't yeah. one game path? I wouldn't, but I think me and you should give it a try. Maybe we can rope Carl into to joining us and uh we'll get on Fallout 76 together and see if uh, things have got better. Fingers crossed they have got better. Um I'll know in the first hour if they have or they haven't. All right, let's move on to our next one, which is uh one of my more kind of favorite ones. <laughs>
2: quiet I'm getting used to that Xbox Mm -hmm. sound I was doing that in gear four. Master
4: of
3: mankind, may thy light guide us in the
4: darkness. Burn the heretic, kill the mutant,
3: purge the unclean. Master of mankind, grant us strength.
0: Right, so Warhammer oh, Dark Tides. So should we come ah, next year? I noticed something made, by the, made by the guys who do Tide. I haven't played that. I, Carl was actually trying to rope me into playing that, and maybe I should give it a go after watching that. Um, it's set on a, uh, on a hive on one of their planets. Um, they send things to notice, like kind of weapons. Got a big old chainsword, which they ripped off in Gears of War. Um, no space marines. Warhammer 40k with no space marines. Yeah, you got a berserker in there, which is a big fella. You've got an assassin in there, what looks like an imperial guard in there, and some kind of paladin slash kind of religious kind of person. Because you could hear him spouting off. Didn't see the gene stealers, yeah, because the gene stealers are in like the undercity. Um, and gene. The idea of the gene stealers is that they're um, they're like the vanguard of the uh, tyrannids. So, yeah, if the gene stealers turn up, that means a tyrannid fleet, which are the bioorganic monsters of the 40k universe, will uh, the, what do you call it? Um, will uh, will appear. It looks dirty, gothic, and grimy. I think it's got quite a good feel to it in regards to it, especially when you throw in all that technology and you've got those characters in there again, four player co op. So, you can pick one of the characters, be it the imperial guard, the assassin, the berserker, or the cleric looking one. Um, if it's got the gene stealers in there, you're going to get some nice bosses in regards to, to, to Tyranids and whatnot. You'll get a thing called Lictor, which is like a weird assassination kind of style creature, which would be the assassin's opposite number. Uh, and then the gene stealers themselves, which come in different shapes and varieties, which looks and feels quite exciting. So I'm uh, I've got a big old grin on my face when I see
2: that one. Well, um, I just want to quickly show you something. Uh, there you are. Xbox Game Pass listed for that game.
3: Sweet.
2: Let me just remove that for me. So, um, all of those classes and stuff that you mentioned uh, mean nothing to me because I know nothing about Warhammer. All I know is there is something called uh, 2K or 40K or whatever it is. Actually, I don't even know about it. But, that game reminds me of Left for Dead. It does with the zombies. Yeah. Have you played? It was Death Dead one. Wasn't yes. It? yes, yes, yes. Multitude of, uh, it's a team of four and a multitude of zombies of different speeds and traits and stuff that are chasing you down. And that just reminds me of this Warhammer game. Um, pretty much dead on, really. Although there looks to be a little bit more uh, strategy to those things that are coming at you. Uh, yeah, got
0: you've, got the, you've, got, you've got the general kind of dregs that live in the hive. It's hives mm-hmm. in in Warhammer 40k, and you do get some mutants and bits that uh, are down there. So you've got that to to look forward to, and, and
2: then and then the big yeah, bads
0: yeah. are the Tyranids.
2: Yeah, it's certainly interesting. And if we can get a team of four together on Xbox, seeing as it's Game Pass, we can just download it and play it. Yeah, and okay. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a very good one, I think. It would be very, very good. All
0: right. So let's uh, move on to our last bit of uh, of uh, gaming news, um, which is the Mass Effect tease. Well,
3: in the early years of the 20th century, the I'm trying to copy. Eagle gets in your adult landing, over. Sure, station. Unknown vessel approaching. We need first contact protocol. Humanity now stands as partners in the galaxy. station. Hopkins to the right.
4: That's me. It's
3: time to We're going to take down the cyclone. The Galar are going so ongoing. Oh, well. Red Rock Contact. Do not be reading the
2: how oh, i've
0: missed that music yeah yeah that was that was always good with the with the mass effect music jack wall's soundtrack um he actually said that he did such a good job on the second game that he couldn't come back he said i i, I can't i can't top that um so if you like the music on there i completely understand why Looks interesting. Um, it looks like I described this as the red option in Mass Effect 3, which is the destroy option. So the Shepherd in this version of Mass Effect decided to destroy the relays, the Reapers, and the Geth. Yeah. So who came across the Crucible because you come across, they're flying through space, and you see the damaged mass relays. Now, for Keith, who's into Star Trek, the easiest way to describe the mass relays is the mass relays are like uh, the wormholes that take you from the Gamma Quadrant to the to the Alpha Quadrant and so forth and so on. Yeah, Otherwise, you've got to take a long trek in space, about 70 years. Um, but when you've got the mass release, so by destroying that, it's kind of limited people to long journeys or um, just in the local areas. So there's still a lot of breadth for tra- traveling up and down a section of space there, which is great. Um, you saw Liara in there, which is fantastic. You saw what looks like Shepard's Armour on another planet, where it should be Shepard's Armour in like like London. Or on the the what do you call it the um, the crucible um, in Mass Effect. Yeah. It's it, it, I want a decent Mass Effect game. We covered a new story last week of how the two key people have left uh, Casey Hudson and and Takara or whatever his name was, which kind of makes me wince a bit because i think we might get another i liked mass effect andromeda um i actually genuinely liked mass effect andromeda i might be the only person in on the online planet that liked mass effect andromeda um i got on with it i could understand it it felt like a a callback to first mass effect as in what would the first mass effect look like if we had the technology of today in order to do that i did enjoy it um i felt there was quite room, there was room for growth in it in the story a lot of unanswered questions, uh, and it was quite nice that they kind of did something that was kind of a bit far out there. Um, but I would have preferred a follow-up to Mass Effect Three, which fingers crossed will begin.
2: I played Mass Effect Andromeda, but I think I got to the first. Is it the first arc? I think I found and did the first arc. I can't even remember what the character's name was. I was playing as. Um, it didn't really resonate with me that game. Um, it didn't feel like the previous the previous games for me. Um, it, the storyline didn't quite hook me, unfortunately. But I, I I was just looking this up. I was trying to figure out where in the timeline mass effect andromeda was i think it was miles in the floor it
0: was no no no. it it, yeah it was they left between two and three and because the journey took as long as it did it was 600 years in the future
2: yeah this is probably why it didn't rip me as much because i really like the shepherd story um a lot of people played as bloke shepherd i didn't i played as female shepherd my reasoning being I played as both because I
0: wanted to do the paragon version and the thingy. So the the, the girl was the badass and the 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 what's his mission was the buy numbers fella. So I because I was yeah. I like I threw it twice because I'm nerdy like that.
2: And well, if you've got the time, I mean I I just played as the woman. Um I thought if I'm gonna be staring at a character's face or arse all day and rather it be a bird than a bloke, that's just me. Um, yeah. But Mass Effect Three, I did enjoy it, and I didn't, I didn't mind the ending, like some people did. Much like so, you don't uh, mind Andromeda. Uh, like, like. I didn't,
0: I didn't mind the end of Mass Effect Three because the word when the word Crucible came up, and I've had this conversation with Keith yesterday, it reminded me of the episode of Babylon Five where they took care of the shadows and the Vorlons. Yeah, because it was a case of you couldn't beat. The shadows were like this ancient race, and the Vorlons were this ancient race, and they were so powerful you couldn't beat them. So what they had to do is they had to form a crucible in order for the truth to come out and to get them to stop bloody fighting. Yeah, yeah. that's what, and that's what they were building in Mass Effect. So when I saw it come out, I went, well, I know we got that fucking idea from this first thing. Yeah, and then the because it is he couldn't have beat the Reapers. Yeah, there's no way he showed that he could beat the Reapers, but the but it would be a, a pyrrhic victory if he actually managed to defeat them um so it was it was i wasn't too fussed with it i was more fussed with the end mission because i was hoping the end mission would be like the suicide mission that you had at the end of two where if you hadn't got the loyalty of certain people they would have died en route as you were making it up towards the crucible that's the bit that i was more annoyed with than the red blue green ending
2: yeah and it, it was number two i was trying to figure out which one it was in number two then you you got the loyalty of the people and you put them into teams couldn't you? Yes, so
0: def- and then you had to have the leader of the team and they had to be the person who was most loyal to you. And you could only pick one of three people for certain jobs because they had certain skills. So like um, the biotic would be the only person that could guide you through the shell of the the, um, the base. Unless you um, were biotic. Yeah, yeah, you could, but it was a case of they would act as a shield as you do with shooting. Yeah, um, I'm excited for it, but I'm worried for it at the same time. Fingers crossed that everything works out fine and we get a decent Mass Effect game.
2: Am I right in thinking that Lyra is of a race that can live a very long time, yes. a very long period yeah. of time? So we don't yeah. actually know how far in the future from uh, Mass Effect 3 this is going to be because they're uh, showing her, but yeah. they can live thousands of years, right? So we don't actually although that bit she picked up, the N seven did look in relatively good condition. However, it's on a frozen planet and we all know how well things get preserved in their if they're frozen. So yeah. I'm intrigued yeah. to know a little bit more once more comes out. Yes, really I am. absolutely. I'm just uh, hoping the that they do
0: it I'm hoping that they do a good game for that. They could do with the technology you've got now, you can do so much more that you wanted to do with things, especially with the, 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 the kind of free-form, free-flowing kind of things. Keith. Keithy, Keithy, Keithy. Yes. Sorry, dying. Uh, I said, you said you wanted to save it for next week, but uh, no.
2: Oh, uh, no, that was me.
0: That was you. Oh, okay. Anyway, um Mandalorian. I got a problem. I like this. This is my favorite episode, but I've got a massive fucking problem with it. Okay. All right. I'll explain. Okay. Last week. <laughs> Last week <laughs> they went, not... oh, we've got okay, okay. All right, you take your ears out. All right. Last week when they when they they set it up uh, in that 19 page script episode that they had. Um They said that they needed Bill Burr for a special mission. And they just needed Bill Burr to come back as a recurring character because Bill Burr is funny. I like Bill Burr. He's one of the American comedians that can actually make me laugh properly, you know, proper guttural laugh. Um, So they brought him back. And they had this episode where you got to see it from the Empire's kind of perspective. And they had that thing at the beginning where they were trying to get the convoy through. So it felt a bit cowboys and Indians with the old wagon wagon coaches and whatnot as they got got it back to the fort, and then all the people in the fort were like, hey! and they were like celebrating and whatnot. And it showed like a more human kind of, um, how can I put it, uh, human take on the stormtroopers. So you got to see them as in like, they were like regular people, and killing them might make you feel a bit bad, because they stepped off of that transport, and they were like kind of, dude, we the men, they think we're fucking awesome, yeah? And they were like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you had... Um, the bit where the Mandalorian had to take his helmet off to to use the the computer terminal, and as soon as he took his helmet off, I went, "Ah, oh, shit! Bill Burr is dead." I would have liked to have seen him come back every se- once every season as like kind of a recurring guest star, but um, he's as dead as a can of spam at this point in time. Um, so he took his helmet off and sat down with the Mandalorian, and that, and then they had that conversation with the the officer. And the officer was I think we described him as a guy who's always plays bastards, yeah. whatever it is. He always He's plays a very a bastard. good bastard. Yeah. He does. He plays a very good bastard. Um, and then you had him talk through, and then you kind of got the idea that, that maybe the stormtroopers are not quite responsible for all the shit that they do, and and as the the trope goes, they were following orders, even if the orders means wiping out a good chunk of their own. In a reference to Battlefront Two on on the on the games consoles and bits, where they refer to Project Cinder, which was like the Emperor's like kind of if I can't have it, burn it to the ground, um, which was great, um, and I really appreciate that. And then the bit where he then shoots him, I was going, "This is it, Bill Burr's dead. He's dead." He uh, and then he's like, "Oh, he survives," and I'm like, <sighs> he "Survived." <laughs> And then and then I'm watching him and I, and then because I'm worried given the way that if anyone sees the Mandalorian's face, they, they tend to wind up dead, yeah. I'm worried because I'm watching it going, Cracky, he's he's gonna cop it on the way out, yeah. It's gonna be like a platoon moment, you know, where he's holding the t- torches over his head. I thought it's gonna be like that. It doesn't doesn't wind up like that. He winds up taking his revenge on the stormtroopers and leaves. Okay, fantastic episode. Now here's the problem, yeah? That doesn't set up the last episode. That doesn't set it up. That doesn't put things in place. That doesn't, um, it does. It it feels completely bloody separate from it. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It feels like it's missing 10 minutes more of something else that should have happened. Maybe on Moff Gideon's Gideon's cruiser. Now, the funny thing is the Mandalorian contacts Moff Gideon's cruiser, cruiser after finding out where it is, because there's no hyperspace trackers. fucking Ryan Johnson. All right. Moff Gideon's uh, cruiser, and he pretty much uh, re- how can I put, re- uh, regurgitates the speech that he made made, made to him with uh, yeah. you don't, but he added on you don't know the value and the importance of it. Did enjoy it? Didn't feel like it was setting up that kind of final rundown, you know, that kind of big no, exciting it episode. It
1: wasn't, it wasn't building to the final episode. You got that sort of yeah, as you made it out that speech at the end but I think we're going to get a bump along episode and anything can happen. Uh, They've got to do something. As I said, Um, they have to top Boba Fett, even, you know, not that I think it's going to be this now. I still think Mace Windu is coming back, but I don't think it's going to be in this, but you have to see something in this episode for it to be cool. You know, last season we saw the dark saber, and I thought, okay, this is setting something up that's interesting. Um, but we have something in this final episode, um, and I don't know what it's. It could be Bridger, could be Thorn. Yeah. Um, although I think they're saving Thorn for the Soka series. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Now I you know if you got a sort of like purple lightsaber at the end you just saw the lightsaber nothing it's else It's not going to be, be Mace
0: Windu I told you it's not going to be Mace Windu it's going to be Bridger and Bridger will be part of this Soaker series um I think it's Thron and I think Thron's going to be the good. bad guy that crosses across all series given the fact that we've heard that we're having all these other Star Wars TV we, series. We, I think we've he's going to have the a big bad to take down
1: We've got to have a Jedi that turns up. Um, it could be Thorn that that, that spans all three seasons. Um, we've got to have a Jedi that turns up and helps them. Um, but we might see Sabine. Sabine's got to turn up somewhere. Um, well, if she does,
0: she'll turn up with um, Bo-Katan, won't she? If if yeah. they turn up to help out, oh, if they, they are. Bo-Katan's going to gonna turn out. up. It's going to be a team up I'm like
1: with Sabine. Like season one, so we're gonna get Bo we're gonna get a few others. Um, but I we've got to get some kind of Jedi, we've got to get some kind of Jedi action. So, Jedi. um,
0: Jedi on Jedi action that's what I'm after. Wink, wink, but we
1: could have an Empire Strikes Back style ending, which wouldn't surprise me if they go for it. If 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 we hang oh, on, are you the, telling me the, the... they kill off Baby Yoda? No, I think we'll have Baby Yoda possibly showing more more dark side um dark side um tendencies. Um maybe even some like, you know, fucking glowy shit out of his fingers. Um but I think they're gonna do an Empire Strikes Back style ending. Uh, we might not see Baby Yoda saved at the end of this. Um and it could be that Baby Yoda is, you know, all dark sidey and we need uh, the Jedi to come and pull him back to the <laughs> Thing they are heavily hinting he's the chosen one.
0: <laughs> are, so, you, are you telling me he's going to come out in a little black robe with yellow eyes?
1: <laughs> no, uh, but I think, think he's I think he might be the one that kills Moth Gideon, and I think he will kill him. Um, mm. and I think that might send him a bit you know, he might have the lightning thing, and 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 you know, Mando tells him not to do it, and he does it, and he has that yeah. like little evil grin on his face or something. I think that's the thing we're going to get. I don't think he is going to go to the dark side. I think they're going to toy with us. Um, yeah. But um, they have been hinting for a while that he is the, the chosen one, which kind of makes sense. And that means that they has to bring balance to the force. So he is neither light nor dark. So, yeah. I And they've been hinting at that throughout this season. So I think that's where we're going to... We're gonna see some awesome shit. They have to do that, and I and I and I think they will. Um, I was surprised by this episode, but it was a good episode. Bill Barr was 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 quite good in it. I like the fact that he didn't oh, die. No. I thought the interior of Slave One was pretty cool, especially oh I saw knew it that it the rotating section, thing.
0: yeah. That are uh, no, cool. I was talking about stupid mechanics like the the cells on on the Voyager and stuff like that. And like the bit for the, the launch base for the Star Furies. And I, I, I think they're stupid, but really fucking awesome at the same time. And that's a bit of stupid space mechanics there with the, yeah, was the awesome. Um I rotating
1: section. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to this final episode. Um, I'd quite like to see Ahsoka turn back up, which I think we might see. I don't know. Um, but I like where these guys are taking it. And it's exciting to be a Star Wars fan at the moment um, for this. So I I enjoyed it. Um, I liked the way he wasted some of those pirates. I thought that was quite cool. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was good. And 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 the fact they took his helmet off. And the fact yeah. that Bill Burr's character, I, was, I can't remember the character's name, but know name was Bill Burr. Uh, Bill Burr's character says, you know, I won't tell anyone. Yeah, because he was dying at the beginning. It was funny because he was like, oh, take your helmet off, take your helmet off, take your helmet. If he gets to a bit. He takes his helmet off, and then his his attitude changes to. I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like he's worried that he might kill him, um, yeah. and that's why I was worried he was going to die. But it was good. Um, Bill Bird does a great uh, um, uh, helicopter story about a guy who takes over his father's helicopter thing. I think I posted it in the notes. I don't know if you watched it, but it was really funny. All right, is funny. it's funny.
3: Yeah.
0: It's been a bloody long trek. Nigel you can come back in now, mate. It's been a bloody long trek in regards to this. I warned everyone before we started that this was going to be a very long one. Um so we're gonna finish up with our classic.
3: He-ha!
0: All right. Um not the best story I could find, but I found a lot of good stories this week, guys. So you have to, you know, give me some credit here. Furious homeowner's handwritten note to tradesman to, uh, who took toilet's virginity. A woman was disgust, disgusted with the actions of a tradesman who t- <laughs> at her house and took to Facebook to share a note she left him after she's uh, after she's she, she, well, I've lost it. Oh, it's a good place to lose it. At, but bonus, just right at the end, just crash <laughs> on the map. She saw right. The on of the is it goes like this. Yeah. She's having her house renovated, yeah? They're putting in a new toilet, all right? Now, if you're having a new toilet in, you are the one who wants to christen that with a massive poo, (laughs) all right? But the problem is that the the tradesman got there first. She was not happy with this, yeah? She wrote him a note. If I can find it, here you go. Dear tradesman, the toilets in this house are not rightfully yours to use. We are paying for it. Outdoor toilet for your your for your use. Not only did you take the virginity of our toilet, but you disrespectfully ignored the seals sign and ripped the tape off and continued to use it. Um. Yes, I I, I do appreciate christening porcelain. Um, I only done well, once, so I'm
2: afraid. I appreciate um, the it fact is- that they have paid for welfare facilities for the tradesmen to use. They decided not to use that. And to use a brand new toilet which has never been used with a seal on it, which may not even fully work in order. The only way she'd know is probably yeah, the seal's gone, but the smell did you just, just walk in there skin?
0: and go, Oh fuck me. <laughs>
2: he's probably he's probably not even cleaned the skid mark up. Yeah. Just left a fucking down the middle. Yeah. That's the word. Um, Yes.
0: It's it is one of those ones. Um and then <laughs> not not only did it once, they did it twice. This is the second time I'm clearing up your shit from this toilet. This is a criminal act. Please do not do it again. <laughs> um I understand the frustration. I I my my my, my it goes out with it's not a criminal act unfortunately. All right? It's just a uh, Real shitty thing to do.
4: <laughs> pardon the pun.
0: Yes, pardon the pun. Yes, it's uh, a shitty thing to do. Um, I, 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 I've got, I've got, I know people who are what they refer to as quantity surveyors. Yeah, and uh they would, they would delight, they would delight in hearing this story because they would get that toilet for fucking free after this. Because of the welfare, fa- they get this toilet for free and the welfare facilities free, taken off the, the bill because of that, that kind of people. Um, but yeah, I can, uh, I can imagine that. Anyway, it's been a bumper long episode, guys. I think you should give longest ever, a I think. Of Sorry? I think it's not our longest ever, long ever, ever. our longest ever. Our longest ever is 240, 40, 40 something. And that's when we were our former gaming face punch. I'm not sure if this is our yeah. longest monkey nut punch one, though. Certainly it's probably is, long. yeah. the
1: longest one we've done in a while.
0: Yeah. I'm um, about uh, oh, Dude, we had a lot of stuff to talk about. And if you've managed to make it this far, put your name in the comments because I want to give you a thanks. Yeah. Rather than asking, for, give us a thumbs up. If you've made it this far, all the way through the podcast, put your name in the comments, and I will send you a thanks. If it's on Facebook, it may be via Nigel or Keith, I'll be honest with you. Anything else, and I'll I'll write you thanks. Because, again, it's been a long one. We've got a lot of content to cover. Um, I warned the guys. I said get on for three because it's going to be a long one. They've done, they've done well apart from uh, Nige's internet and Keith's internet. And it's funny because when Nigel's internet started working, Keith's internet stopped working and vice versa. So it looks like they were sharing the same internet connection and maybe living in the same house. So that door behind Keith just there, I think Nigel might be behind it. And on that really weird note, I'll say goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Say goodbye, man. Goodbye, guys. Bye,
1: Nige. Nigel, can you say some transformative words for us please?
2: If you've got this far and you like, don't forget to like the video, subscribe, and all that jazz. Keeps internet proper gone. No, I'm laughing. Follow us on
3: Keith,
0: are you going to buy like an endoscopy thing? Because that's the only thing I can think of, which would be one up from an FPV drone.